Hey guys, it's uh, it's Crossy's Adventures. We're we're back on another adventure, and uh, today's episode. Well, what can I tell you? It's gonna be, you know, classic style. The conversation can go anywhere, man, and that's why you uh, you guys listen in because you're tuning in on an adventure, man. So uh, why don't we get right into it? Crossy's Adventures, gonna have a good time. 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 Today, um, we have a special guest. Um, it is Jess, and uh, she's, uh, she's going to help me out here on this podcast today. We have a variety of um, subjects to go through, um, but uh, before we get into it, I, uh, I just want to ask you, like, how's your day been? What's been happening? Yeah, it's been pretty, pretty good. We haven't really been doing much because, you know, it's Sunday, so it's been pretty lazy today. How about yourself? Oh, pretty much the same thing, you know, just uh, trying to uh, come up with some creative concepts. But, uh, yeah, no, um, what happened to me this morning was, was amazing, right? See, um, I, uh, I, I came up with this idea and, I'm, and I've had it for years, right? And the idea that I came up with was like uh, it's like a Snapchat for, for plants to identify plants, right? And uh, – I, I wrote this idea down on like a forum for like for app developers, right? About like a month ago. Yeah. And today I look up on fucking Google Play and there's an app. There's three apps of the idea that I had. True. Yeah. So like the reason why I brought this up was because I felt like it's either I manifest like I manifest this idea. Um, and it came into an actual thing, right? Yeah. But I didn't get money for it. So, and I came up with the same idea for Netflix before Netflix was, was a thing. So I don't know if I manifest that and, and we had like a synergy of thoughts where like um, some people had the same idea that I had and we're all connected and somebody just went along with it and actually built it. Um, so what I'm, what I'm saying is like uh, is there anything that's happened to you in your life that you've like thought of and then you've seen somebody else do? Um, kind of, kind of situation. Um, not, not really that I can kind of bring up on right now. Not really. <clears throat> but I reckon it has happened to a lot of people because the internet is, is a big thing, you know? So to have an idea, like it's it, sometimes it's a pretty rare occasion if someone hasn't done it before because you know there's a lot of people in the world, so you know it all depends on does if someone else has an idea or not. It is it's all about luck sometimes, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. Like, like, um, see, I think. Like this is just um, this may be just my opinion, but I think like uh, 
We don't really come up with new I'm, ideas. We just add on 100%. to other people's ideas. But and it's always good to give credit where, where credit's due, you know? 100%. You know, always give recognition to the people that, that you got your sort of that kind of where their idea came from. Like inspiration. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like another thing, Another thing's happened to me as well, right? Yes, I do. Like, uh, do, you know, uh, do you know that show, Houses? Okay. So the main guy yep. from Houses, I messaged him on Facebook years ago, right, when the first season of Houses was on. And I messaged him this small little skit thing idea that I had. And he told me, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a great idea. I hope you film it, man. Like, um, I like it or whatever, right? And then I saw an episode and he's using like a few of this, like, like similar names or even the name that I used in the script. And like, he used like, like even like a skit from, from the skit that I wrote. So I feel like uh, that's another thing too, that pe- that people are worried about, especially with like, like this stuff here, like with Spotify and stuff. Like you don't really know whether you have a hundred percent ownership if you're putting shit on a platform, because like as soon yeah. as you put something on a platform, yeah, that company owns it because they distribute it for you. You get a percentage. Well, I think. So what, I what think do you think it, about co- the, I think the, the copyright if it's situation? Um, like on your own terms, in a sense, I guess if you kind of make CDs, but obviously, if someone if like through Spotify and they're kind of distributing it for you, it's it's kind of like a different situation, you know, because obviously they don't have some rights to it, but hopefully not a hundred percent because you still made it. It's still your idea. It's still your creativity. Exactly. Exactly. My point. And that's, that's where it comes in. Like, I mean, as, like back in the old days, yeah, you'd have to go to a professional studio you know, and you would have to go to a specific distributing brand and then that will put you on their label and they'll give you like a retainer and you work with the retainer to make your, to make your, your album. But these days it's different because it's great that, that the artists have the ability, like now, like as we're speaking um, this podcast, we have the ability to, to, to do everything because we have all the, the software and, and the apps to, to pretty much – be out there and just do your own thing as an artist, especially musicians yeah, these days. Like there's like eight year olds learning how to use music software on their phone. It's crazy, but like, um, that's a good thing because you know these kids are being more artistic and they're learning how to to use music programs and and stuff like that. But also like, um. Before, like, you had a, a, a sure promise if, like, we have this, you're bringing out the work, you get maybe, like, say, yeah. 60 to 70% of whatever sales you make. But when it comes to like, concerts, you get, like, 80% of whatever it is, right? Maybe even more. But these days, it might be a little bit different with Spotify because a lot of people were telling me um, that not only that do they monetize their, their, their content, but also they, I think they charge, what is it, like a dollar fifty per thousand yeah, views or something, which is crazy to me. 
But I get, you know, I get it. You know, in terms of like this stone age with with people just downloading music and downloading films and stuff like that, I totally get. You know, um, having a platform like that to to stop that, but um, yeah, it's it's also I don't know. It's it's, it's yeah. Hustler mentality. If you're going to be like an entrepreneur, especially an artist, you have to have that hustler mentality and adapt with the times. You know what I mean? Especially these times that we, that, that we live in. You know, where the and pretty much you know, everyone's jobless. So we have to come up with a way to uh, to reinvent ourselves. So uh, just out of out of curiosity, um, what, what is uh, what is something? What is something that you've done lately um, to, uh, to try so and reinvent yourself or to better um, as a person? It's kind of recognizing when I need to speak up and when I really need to hold my tongue. You know, when it's appropriate time to bring something to someone's attention, or should I leave it for a little while? You know, it's all about timing and about right moments. You know, and also it's about what doing what's doing best for yourself. You know, and that's. What's most important sometimes, you know, is putting yourself first and, you know, focusing on your own mental health when when it's really needed, you know, and really sticking to that and really holding yourself accountable and saying, hey, I need to stop putting other people first and I need to put myself first because myself is what matters the most. I, I totally agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more. I feel like uh, it's it's very important to uh, to be mindful um, of your own of your own behavior, but also mindful of the world around you and and uh, have the emotional intelligence. It's all about being mindful and just being mindful how how Um, your actions affect other people, but not only that, but how they affect yourself too. Exactly, exactly. Like, uh, and th- that's another thing too, right? Like, I was talking to someone about this the other day, and we we're talking about how, like, uh, how religion was formed and whether people would still be good people if religion wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? Like, if there wasn't like this uh, impending doom over your head that if you do the wrong thing, I, that, I, I, you know, I, I nothing can happen to you, you won't that, fucking burn just, in hell or whatever. Like, then I think there's some people, there's still bad people in religions. I don't think, I think it depends on the person and on their mindset on it because a lot of times some people can be like, no, nope, it doesn't matter. Nothing's going to stop me. You know, and there's, and there's been some people that have been claimed to be religious but have done a lot of wrong things. So it's, I guess, you're about your input and about how you perceive things, I guess. You know, because everyone can read the Bible, but some, may, some people may read it wrong to others. You know, they may interpret yeah. things differently and may take it the completely wrong way. So, yeah, I guess it just depends on the person and the situation. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 I agree. I um, this, 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 this is the, this is the, the thought that I had. Like, uh, I, I have this feeling that that empathy is like in our DNA, right? And 
it, empathy is the one thing that that connects us all together, but it mm. also like tells us when things are wrong with people and when things mm. aren't, you know. And I feel like animals have that same thing, right? So empathy has nothing to do with, yeah. say, you know, um, religion, right? But I feel like a lot of things in religion. Mm relate to like or if i do this then this is going to come back at me at some point like a karma thing or you know i do my best to 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 not be a sinner or whatever and look good in the the face of god you know what i mean or whatever it is right and i do agree that people that join religions doesn't mean that they're a good person no i but i also i i i I, my debate i I think my real question is um is basically like, is it just uh, like if religion wasn't there at all, would we be the, nice people because we are empathetic? The majority of the people, I think, if didn't have religion, they, I think the majority of the people would, would, wouldn't act badly because religion isn't there. But for that small mi- minority of people... I don't think they would. I don't think they would care. But for the most part, I reckon, yeah, people would. I reckon it would make a difference if religion wasn't a thing. I think people would act a lot more badly because a lot of the people kind of look up to God and kind of in kind of to keep them on the straight and narrow. A lot of people find God in prison, for example, and be like, you know, like He's going to keep me on the straight and narrow. You know, He's going to help me do good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 uh, I, t- I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. It, it kind of uh, gets me onto the point, um, I guess, with uh, the situation that's happening now in America. They've, they've uh, defunded the police. And uh, to me, that sounds crazy, right? Because I feel like, like you said, like, um, you know, people in jail, you, you know, usually find God and go on the straight and narrow and, and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, um, we're like primal beings, you know, like we do what we want to do. So we need structure. And I do believe that that law is there for a reason. Do yeah. I believe that okay. all laws should be fucking upheld? Fuck no. Because some laws are ridiculous straight out trying to get some money for some ridiculous yeah, shit. I- but yeah. do I believe in structure yeah. and justice? Fucking oh, if I do. You know what I mean? What do you think about the defunding of the police? Do you think it would no. work the same um, in Australia? If I don't know. To defund the police? All, I reckon if we def- defund the police, I reckon the police wasn't here. I reckon it would be, you know, I reckon it would be, I reckon it would be a bit different. I reckon people would kind of, a lot for a lot of people, for the majority of people, a lot of it's about... The police are keeping them in line in a sense. I think if the police weren't here, they would kind of fuck shit up. If the police weren't here, we'd still have fucking people doing like beheadings and hangings and fucking shit like that, like fucking stealing and fucking petty crimes and shit like that, you know what I mean? 100%. 100%. Do you think, think like, because Texas is known for for having, like, weapons and stuff, so having guns and and having the gun law, and and the gun law is mainly meant there just in case, um, you know, someone was to bear arms, you have the right to bear arms, right? So if we had the same laws in place, or we, we, hypothetically, if we had the law in place where we can have guns, 
and the cops were defunded, do you think it'd still be an issue with looting and stuff like that? I think the do you main think it'd be more to, of a problem because we have guns? Um, or? So they had so guns in so America. Forth. So the, if the government wants to fucking go against the people, then the people can fight back. You know what I mean? But the government has, like, drones and shit. Like, they have a lot of we'll have a lot more power. You can't, you can't shoot. You know, like the if you think about it, the police are kind of the government. You know, so I guess like right, I reckon I don't know, guns. Yeah. What hypothetical situation, right? Because you were talking about the drones, yeah. So. What if they replaced a police force with a bunch of drones that they could shoot fucking tasers at you and, and you know, like, you know, put an antifreeze spray on you fucking frozen if you commit a crime. And that means like... And they've already made drones and that with guns on them that can fucking shoot. Exactly. Like, you know, with the gun on it. Exactly, but um, here comes another problem too, right? If if they have uh, if they have these drones, right, that are automatic, they work off AI and stuff. Do you think there would be as much police brutality, right? Because are they? Is there a person controlling the drones that are sensing uh, potential crimes and and acting on it as as an AI system, or is there someone that's controlling the drones? And then they accidentally shoot someone with a drone that was innocent. Do they be held accountable? Like, like I don't know, it would be an AI, right? The structure because of that be because, like, I, I think like about it, an AI is, it would be that. able to learn, in a sense. So it would be able to react on human behavior. So if you, if it was, if it learned in the in the correct way, it could be like I reckon it would be could be better than police because they would be able to might be able to prevent stuff from happening, in a sense that from police, police brutality in a sense, you know, and I reckon a lot of shit can be prevented. You know, and as long as, long as it's looked closely on and kept an eye on, then there's a person that kind of keeps an eye on it, you know, but... I think with police drones, you'd mostly have... You'd just be policing shit, like, you wouldn't be... You wouldn't have guns on it, like, military drones, yeah. Like, yeah, I reckon the most of drones might have, like, a taser on it. Maybe. Like, that would make, like, you know, so it would just yeah, kind I, of I stop, kind you, of, you know. I mean, so even if someone I mean, was, so if it wasn't an AI and it, if, it, if it was someone controlling it, maybe just having a taser on it so that way it's more, like, like things can be prevented if something, if something would happen, you know. I um I think I think you guys are right, man. Like, but another thing too, right? I I just uh, I've been I've been watching a lot of um I've been watching a lot of AI documentaries, and the way that AI works is of algorithms of patterns, right? So mm. if if they're being assigned a certain pattern to recognize what a crime is, right? That's the thing. There could be like someone that's not committing a crime. Like, yeah, that's say, true. 
That, that's the thing. Like the like a like you know how you got like uh, toy guns that look real and shit, right? Yeah. The AI system picks up that that you're playing a game with a toy gun and fucking shoots a kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, is it is there laws for an AI system that's working off fucking algorithms to to police the city? Like, how would that work? Yeah, it was like. It, like I reckon with AI, it could go a lot of. It could go two ways. It can kind of go very, very wrong, or it could be very, very good. You know, so like, and and unfortunately, you wouldn't know until we put it to test. And and I think and I think the government isn't really wanting to risk that kind of that kind of situation happening because an AI is very, you know, we don't know what the outcome could be, so we don't. So I think that's a very risky thing that, that I think that the I think they'll take very a very long hard hard think about. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like anything really in 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 life, I guess. You know, there's always the the upside and the downside to things. You know, like especially like I mean, look at look at AI systems now, right? It's fucking crazy how the human evolution has um, adapted to technology, you know, it's become like a third limb. So like our, our phones, you know, our phones are, are kind of like attached to our body so much that we get anxiety when we don't have it. You know what I mean? Like it is crazy. And, and uh, there was this thing that I heard um, a while back that, that uh, what's it called? Um, Elon Musk was talking about. And he was saying that we are potentially like androids now because our phones process information and so so would an android. So it's like we are attached to our phones, so we're somewhat an android now or cyborg. Like, it depends on you know? the people um, because there's a lot of different people when it comes to technology. Like take my dad, for example. Like he likes technology and he's involved in it. And it's a very important part of his life because not just like for his work, his house for everything so and then there's other people who don't rely on technology at all and they only use a phone to ring and text people and they rely on the kind of the 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 kind of like the paper side you know rather on books and maps you know and it's so it all depends on the person you know but the minority of people like in this in my but generation, do, do, like, do they are what? attached to their phones. There are very few people my age that that don't get attached to their phones. I generally find it's the older generation that can that can live without the phone, that can function without it. But there are some people of the older, older generation who like technology, but they use it a fair bit, and then there's some who don't like it at all. So it all depends on the person and their mindset of it and how they interpret technology as well because some people can interpret technology to be very harmful and there's the world's a big place so everyone's got an opinion and there's going to be a lot of opinions out there but i reckon the majority of people like we'll say people are attached to their phones it's a very important thing these days to have a phone like it's very rare to see someone without a phone like very rare these days and when someone doesn't have a phone, they'll be like, oh, I'm getting a phone tomorrow or in a couple of weeks' time. You know what I mean?
Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I, I feel like um, today's generation is in a state of overstimulation. You know what I mean? Because we always have to have like, uh, like um, a computer now, you know, like even kids these days aren't using paper. They're using iPads in fucking primary school and shit. So um, I don't know. Sorry, I, I, I don't I don't know whether um like like paper and, and stuff like that is going to stay because you know potentially it's got a vintage well, quality to it. Same as like money, view, but like I was just thinking cash. like I just had an opinion but um, then just thought to my head it was like think about it, paper costs paper costs from the from the earth. Think right. But think about technology doesn't cost anywhere near as much as paper does. If you think about initially, so initially they're also doing one saving money, and two they're saving the environment too by going technology. They're saving from trees have to be cut down, from for paper to get made. So it's kind of a good thing. So it's kind of also it's kind of got its pros and cons. But unfortunately, the way the world is moving these days, it's technology, you know. So it's kind of it's good that they're kind of getting taught from a young age, I guess, but they also need to get taught too that it's not everything. There's still an outside. There's still trees and grass to play in, you know what I mean? You know, there's got to be there's got to be a line that's drawn. Yeah, like there should be, uh, like I'd say, uh, somewhat restricted time limit, especially for young people these days because – you know, like if you uh, like, say for example, you know, like um, I feel like, well, uh, I'll get back to uh, like with with the paper and and technology thing. There's there's waste on both sides, you know, like you know, there's mining issues with lithium and stuff yeah, like that's that. Very true. But that's another issue. But um, yeah. like there's yeah. So um, but now get back. Getting back to the issue, um, I feel like, like yeah, what you're saying, like you know, there's there's an outside and and you know people should embrace 100%. nature more because we're losing that um, in this digital age, and I think I think kids these days, um, especially like more and more uh, with like porn and stuff for like that, easy, you know what easier, I mean, like accessible. Yeah, and and I think it, like, you know, like porn's like a drug, man. So like, especially if you're at a young age, right? And your first experience is like all of us is watching porn. It's way yeah. crazy when you're a kid and that's all you see. You know what I mean? And you go out and try and fucking pick up a girl. It's not like porn, man. You know what I mean? And like, that's what you learn about, right? That's how your introduction to shit. And a lot of kids like get fucked up in the head or whatever and just, you know, that believe like that's a lifestyle choice. And that's the same thing as like people in Japan, they have like fucking robots now that they have sex with and like they marry cartoon characters and shit because they can't deal yeah. with face-to-face interactions. And, that's, and that wasn't like that 30, 40 you know years I mean? ago. It wasn't like that at and all. That's, that's, that's or, or maybe it was like that, but it probably wasn't as bad for you know it probably wasn't yeah not in a technology way you know it would have probably been a lot easier because that's the only way they can meet people is going out and it's probably 
was probably more easier for them to do it back then, you know, because they didn't have a screen to hide behind. They didn't have anything to hide behind. They were forced to go out and meet people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You, you, you had like if you wanted people to talk to, you had to go out and go talk to them, right? And that's another thing too. Even like say uh, with with dating sites these days, you know, like like uh, I feel like dating sites give a lot of uh, confidence to people that wouldn't have the balls to go out and actually talk to someone in real life. So, you know, they have the confidence to say whatever they want. They can be so charming on, online and then be a completely different person in real life because, you know what I mean, they have that confidence where, like, it's just you're flicking through a photo. You don't see an actual person. It's just a, a picture to you, you know what I mean? So I feel like that, that's, that, that, that could be an issue as well, you know, like especially with kids these days with, with, with dating apps like Tinder and stuff like that. It's like swipe left, swipe left, swipe left. It's the same process with porn as well. You're like, oh, exactly. this chick looks good, click on that one. This chick looks good, click on that one. Do you know what I mean? It has the same process. So, like, I think that clicks into the kid's mind, you know what I mean? And that's why a lot of people these days uh, prefer to be single because of that process, you know? So, um, I don't no, know. I'm, I mean, that's just very, my perspective on it, but I'd love to hear your um, take on it. But I think the dating site is, just, yeah, it's pretty much very similar to to your opinion because we think alike on a lot of things and – but I think dating sites make it so much more easier for everyone, you know, and people can be, people can pretend to be someone else. They can, they don't even have to be themselves. They can be a completely different person. And that affects so many people because they fall into a trap of, you know, they fall in love with someone and it doesn't even turn out to be the person that they're talking to. You know, and some people, it can be 10 years that they've been talking to this person for and being lied to. You know, so that's why I find, like, dating sites are really bad in that sense because people can easily fake being themselves. They can, like, back then, 40 years ago, you couldn't, you couldn't fake being someone else unless you put, like, a disguise on. You know what I mean? And even then people would have... Better time of telling who you yeah, are rather and than over the internet thing too. Like it, and over dating do, sites. Do you think, that's where I don't really like dating sites so that much because people can people can just catfish people. Like there's a catfish show for a reason. There's like heaps of people that get fucking get that get catfished, you know. And I just find it sad. But you know, hopefully, just people just stop doing it because it's, it's not very it's not very fair on people. Nah, you're right, man. It it, it it isn't. I think I think uh, yeah. I think that comes with like the social media age because we're in that age where I mean I understand that the image is always going to be important to people because we are we are people that that cr- crave attention and vanity is a huge issue no matter what uh, era it was. You know what I mean? Vanity mm-hmm. is always going to be an issue. It's just I think it's more in higher terms. Um, in this age of social media that that people is you know have to take the perfect photo to mm. to to seem like they're living their best life and sometimes mm. they are you know what I mean sometimes it's genuine but a lot of people like to fake that shit because why it looks good to other people right 
and I think that's what you're getting at as well is 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 like a lot of people catfish as well because they it's either a they don't feel confident in who they are or they're trying to show like a different persona of themselves. You yeah, know what or, I mean? And they don't feel comfortable showing their face and, because they're showing a different persona of themselves. You know, you know people I mean? just catfish people just because they're bored and it's the chase of the game that they like. And and that's really unfair to a lot of people, but it's it's very not very many people do that. So that's the kind of the good thing about it, I guess. Do, do do you feel as as a as a woman? Do you feel like uh, do you feel more confident um, if you make say a profile um, and it's it's not your picture or whatever? You like you catfish in the situation, right? Because you're trying to catch somebody else out. Do you, do you feel what I mean? Like I feel like a lot of people with catfishes as well. Like, uh, you Wait, know, like, like, you just, like you I, I don't know many males that do this, but I know said. a lot of females will have, like, hello? Okay. So what I, what I was going on about, like, uh, like if you, if, if say, for example, as a woman, would you make, like, a, a profile that's like a catfish profile? Because I know a lot of yeah. women do that to to find out what their friends um, are talking about. That's... Or to find out what their boyfriend's talking about or whatever. And uh, I feel like not many males do that. I'm not so gay. They don't really female do mind So do you think like, as a woman that, like, that's like, a, a big thing? Males and females think very, very, very differently to a point. And I think it just comes to, like, females' minds think very differently to males. So I think that's why most females will put, probably do that because, you know, they're very... You know, we're very sneaky sometimes, you know, and we're very fucking worried about what other people are thinking. Because I've, I've asked females and males this, like, a fair bit. It's like most males generally don't care what, what people think about them. It's generally the, the females that think, oh, well, fucking, are they bitching about me or fucking, you know? It's generally the females that get worried about what other people are thinking. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I, um, I, I, I heard about this thing a while back, um, and they were talking about like, uh, there's two things that there's, there's, um, one main thing that both men and women, um, like suppress in their life, sort of thing, right? And, uh, like, say for example, like for a woman to feel safe. You know what I mean? She has to feel like she can talk to you about her sexuality without feeling like disgusting about it. You know what I mean? Whereas a man, if he trusts you, he has to feel yeah. confident that he can spill yeah. his emotions to you and not be judged upon them. Do you feel what I mean? So I feel like that's that's a huge issue, especially with dating. And like I was just mm-hmm. I was just curious with you guys, because you guys have been dating for a while now. Do you do you feel confident with, yeah. like, obviously, you feel confident with sharing your, your fantasies with your man? Do, do you, Nathan, do you feel confident sharing your emotions with Jess? Somewhat. Is that a huge, huge thing in your relationship? Um, so kind of speaking on his behalf, um, on here, 
I think because it's been a while since he's been in a relationship, so he's kind of not used to it. So it's going to take him longer to kind of, to kind of, to come to terms and to be comfortable with things. And that's where some people have to take that in consideration. If they have a partner that hasn't had a partner for a couple of years, just sit down with them and just say, hey, I know you haven't been in a relationship for a couple of years. So, you know, things don't, it's going to take some time for people to open up and be comfortable. And with Nathan, I realise that sometimes I do speak on his behalf because sometimes it's just easier and I just know what he's thinking. So, yeah. So a lot of times, like, he doesn't really need to speak his emotion because I know them, you know. So it's about – so sometimes it's about knowing the person and knowing what they're feeling as well. Even with friends, like, I've had an incident with a friend, for example, where I wasn't feeling okay and they messaged me and they just had a feeling – that they needed to contact me because I was, wasn't, wasn't like, okay, you know. So you can have those emotional and spiritual connections with people to be able to know what they're thinking. And I think it's very important in a relationship to have that connection, to be able to know what they're feeling and knowing how they're feeling because sometimes that person can't, can't express how they feel. And a lot of that's due to anxiety or just just out of fear of the unknown and so yeah yeah no 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 i i i i I totally agree i like i feel like that is that's rare like when you when you have uh the connection with someone where they don't feel like they have to explain themselves and they feel like you understand without them saying anything is is rare and it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like that's, that's where like comfort comes in. You know what I mean? Like that's a comfort thing, you know? And that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, um, you know, it's, uh, I feel like, uh, if for me personally, when I, when I create bonds with people, it's usually over like me discussing like where I'm at mentally and, where my head's at and if, if you're kind of like uh, somewhat yeah, comforting sense. to me or giving me advice, like I feel like I'm bonding with you, but yeah, like that's, that's how I, that's how I feel like I'm bonding with people, but other people are a lot different, you know, the other people just want someone there because they don't want to be alone. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's really um, depressing because, you know, like you, it's it's really depressing because like like things like, don't get me wrong like 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 relationships can can build over yeah. time and stuff like you don't have to feel everything straight away blah 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 but I also think that one of the things is is like um, what's the word like it's all uncertainty right and if you're in your head then then you you're gonna put that uncertainty person and it's going to split you yeah so like basically what, what i'm saying like i feel like as long as you're on the same page I you know um with the um, other person like everything runs smoothly you know time as well time's very important too you know is Time's a very important thing.
Yeah, time, time and attention is a very important thing, and and that's 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 what we were talking about before. You know, like how you were saying that that uh, you're much more mindful now and and stuff is like a key, that, which is which is, is a tool awesome, that you know? like, I feel have. like that's very in, in you know, it's I can I was just just being mindful of everything. Yeah. yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, all right, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna come up with this. Uh, this we we're talking about this before. Um, there was a recent song that dropped by uh, Cardi B. I, honestly, and everyone knows. I what don't like it. I have never heard it, and I don't want to hear it because um, the stuff that I have yeah. here is disgusting, and I don't want my eardrums to be poisoned. People. Opinions. People may like it, and that's their opinion, and they like it. Good for them. Yeah, well, I like, you know, but I just think it's overplayed for for what it is. You know, if like I think it's just been too much put out there. You know, it like it doesn't even it actually has the word pussy in it, and that's not that's I don't know. Like there's this song um called All Nah and it has the weekend in it and that's very not very popular but it's kind of the same kind of song in a sense. And kind of more put out to more to the adults, you know, it's not on the fucking you know, it just all depends, I guess. Well yeah, I mean like I I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree, but um, I think another thing too, right? Especially like these days, when it comes to to videos and music and stuff, anything that is controversial is always going to to be big. I mean, look at Six Nine, right? Six Nine is the most controversial rapper in the world. He is terrible at music, but at the same time, the controversy is like his biggest marketing tool because that's what gets him views. That's what gets him plays because everyone wants to see what this, this idiot is up to. This is the same reason why Trump got elected. And I think with this Cardi B thing, I think the main thing that she is known for is being controversial um, by rapping sexually explicit what was, lyrics what was that last to, to, uh, to, you know, to, um, Basically, so, so yeah, so like Cardi B, you know, like with her lyrics is mainly like sexually explicit lyrics, right? So, you know, she's she knows because she used to be a stripper that sex sells, you know, and especially as a woman, you know that that you know you're 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 treated like you're a piece of meat, especially especially these days, right? So. Some women take advantage of that and some women don't, you know what I mean? Um, and I think, I think as we were talking about before, like with the movie cuties and stuff and how that talks about women being, you know, um, sexualized at a young age and stuff like that. And, and people like Cardi B, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, pushing this agenda onto these little kids, even like say, for example, like bad baby, like it's the same thing. Like they're putting on this fucking agenda where like, you know, like fuck you. I've got a nice ass pay me. You know what I mean? And that's the mentality that you should have. 
You know what I mean? And these little girls get dressed up and they dress up like that and they grow up with this mentality that, that men have to pay for everything that they have in their life is, is completely messed up. I it's, it's pretty much spot on to yours. I just want to hear your opinion um, on this. But just add on that, you know, like Nicki Minaj is very is another one, you know, and like they don't they probably don't realise, but a lot of their fans are of a young age. You know, and they should be role models. Like, um, like for example, right, Jojo Siwa, she's the same age as Bad Baby, and she's actually acting her age. She's one of the one people that I will promote the most because she's she knows what her fan base is. So she she knows that she has she's a role model to them. So she she's trying to do the right thing by them and show them. <laughs> like kind of the right way things should be especially in this society Jojo Siwa is very I love her a lot she's very yeah she's just wonderful but and like Cardi B like they need to realize and come to terms that, that their fan base that most of their fan base is a young age and and like you know and they need to realize that and be more accountable yeah. for that yes because and I think it comes to the parents as well because a lot of parents should be a lot more strict on their kids and being, hey, this isn't this isn't acceptable. But that's the thing too. Like I like I see a lot of times our parents kind of a bit different. So everyone's got different kind of styles with their kids. So it kind of yeah. But- Here's here's another thing too, right? Here's another thing too. Like um, like Miley Cyrus, yeah, she was she was a big she was a big icon, um, and she was doing Disney shows and stuff like that. And then she got out of that Disney show and she started promoting music that was somewhat the same. Like it was it was very sexualized and stuff like that. And and we understand that that's, that's the industry that we're in and and. You know, like that's that's what you got to do to get to to make sales and stuff like that. But um, I I don't, I don't know. Like I, it's it's like you said. Like everyone has like a different parenting style and and stuff like that. Because like I mean, when I was growing up, you know, like listening to Tupac and Eminem was like taboo because it had swear words in it. These days, it's completely different. You know. Uh, listen, um, it's, you've you've been a great guest. Um, I I just uh, I just wanted to uh, to say thank you for for coming on my podcast. And um, if, if there's anything that you would like to say to the audience, or any questions you have, or any topics you have before we uh, finish this, okay. um, let me know. Um, I'll just kind of just give that kind of put that message out there. It's kind of try to stay positive, you know. And I know it's very hard to do that, but always look on the brighter side of things and try to find the silver lining. And just know that there's always out there's always people out there that will care. And yeah. The world's a beautiful place and everyone deserves to be here because everyone's a beautiful, beautiful person. Every single one of you. So. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. 
everyone's, everyone's got their unique uniqueness about them, and, that, and that's what makes them so special and so beautiful. So everyone, everyone deserves to be here, and everyone deserves a say. And yeah, yeah, no, that, that that's great. That's great. Um, okay, well, uh, until next time, guys, on Crossy's Adventures. Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hey guys, we are back on another episode of uh, of uh, of that too. <laughs> hey guys, we are back on another episode of Crossy Ink Productions, or should I say, Crossy's Adventures? All right, I'm gonna do it again. Hey guys, we are back on okay. another episode of Crossy's Adventures, and uh, on today's episode, I have my friend, the one and only, goes by many names. Uh, so this is left foot, abs, flow. The one and only, impeccable, but hey, guess what, you can call me right now, just call me X for today. You know what, because hey, you know, I'm unknown, and you know what, through these podcasts, yeah, Mr. You know X, what, Mr. X. Hopefully, um, you know what, I shall be found out, you know what I mean? All my thoughts will invoke who I am, really am. Okay, so um, Mr. X, uh, tell me, you uh, you said that uh, you got involved in a, a fitness club, like that was your yeah. first business, um, so can you kind of... Uh, Elaborate yourself uh, in that degree. Do you? What, what was your business about? Who were you catering to? What was what was the what was the money like? Was there money, or was it mainly just for for people? You know, did you get even, or did you lose money? Like, what's the? What's um, the thing? You know what? Um, was it was it was it was it, was it Crossy? Was it Crossy? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Cross. Um, may I say? Um, it's rather what is it called? Um, a very intrusive introduction. But however, you know what? Um, since we are. We are men of caliber, and uh, what is it called? But if we ain't breaking bread, you know what? There's no point in breaking. There ain't no point in talking. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, business was about you know fitness. That was catering to a very niche community, providing um, something that wasn't there in a, in, a, in, a, you know, in Western Australia to um, to the Muslim community, to the, what is it called? Ethnic communities. Um, so it was, a, it was a it was a business model that was tailored to um, providing uh, you know. Um, you know, a, a palatable product which meets their culturally sensitive needs, you know. Um, was it interesting? Uh, theoretically it was. Practically, it was it was a bit, it was a bit more cumbersome. So was it was it based on like what was your what was your initial idea when you started the company? Was it based on the what you saw was a need in the community or was it based upon something like um, you know, a friend was 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 thinking of this idea, and you joined in with him. Like, what was the what was the initial idea? Well, I'll be real with you, Crossing. Um, what was it called? <clears throat> At that time, when I did kind of start dabbling in that stuff, um, you know, I was um, you know joining about to join a cult called um, you know Herbalife, and those you know uh, what's it called um, good old Herbalife. You know, it was it called what's it called? Uh, what's it called? Uh, you sign up. What's the other name? But you're not talking about those fucking, um, you know, um, network marketing companies and shit. Oh, MLM. Yes. Yeah. And how it happened was, basically, it was back in Perth and stuff, and I had a friend of mine, um, Patrick, he was a Rondi's cool guy. Um, and, you know, he was adamant. He was like, bro, I just, you know, I respect him a lot, and I just thought he was cool as fuck, you know. And he was like, dude, calm down, calm down, calm down. And slowly, a couple of my friends, same network friends and shit, started to, you know, one by one fall, you know. Fall victim to the network marketing. by the wayside, you know. And eventually, you know, I resisted a lot, you know, 
struggled for a little bit, but then finally I found myself in a fucking, in a community, um, you know, hall on a Wednesday night um, with about 50 fucking seats there. And with a middle-aged fucking white woman dancing and chanting as if she was in a trance. And I'm there walking around and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Everyone here is all about talking about financial fucking freedom through this fucking business, whatever. You know, it kind of, you know, spread a little, you know, ideas of entrepreneurship. You know, I always thought to myself, you know what, you know, you know, you can't really, uh, you know, work can only take you so far, you know what I mean? Business is, you know, the, you know, the way to achieve financial freedom. So they sold you the dream? Um, you know, they, they kind of, you know, they kind of, um, you know, united certain things that were already innately, you know, innately in me, you know what I mean? You know, um, with that said, um, you know, I started to think about things and, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, every guy, person that thinks about, hey, starting some business, they always think about, hey, you know, I've got to do something that nobody else is doing this shit, you know? You know, Zuckerberg fucking doing Facebook and shit and, you know, fucking Elon Musk with the fucking Teslas and all that kind of shit, you know? But then I thought, oh, you know what, I'm not that fucking creative, mate. I can't fucking write a short story, bro. My life depends on it, you know what I mean? Or a fucking poem or a fucking rap. You thought I'm fucking black, which is so fucking an oxymoron, you know what I mean? <laughs> you hear me, fam? So I was like, what the fuck can I do? And I was like, but I was adamant, you know? I had some kind of family members and shit that were starting to be small businesses here and there and shit. So what sort of small businesses <clears throat> were they a part of? Oh, they were, you know, um, service-based um, community initiatives, you know, uh, within, um, you know, within the health field and stuff. You know, coming from an academic kind of uh, family background, you know, you know, most of my background, um, you know, my, my sisters and my family members are, you know, university graduates, etc. like that, you know. This is not me being braggadocious or anything like that. It's more expressing and sharing, you know, yeah, yeah. background and context, you know. Um, with that said, um, what is it called? I kind of left, I kind of dropped my, what is it called, um, train of thought, by the way. May I make a disclaimer in this fucking podcast, by the way? I am, may, may, I, may I confess, um, you know, I can, I can neither confirm or deny that I'm slightly getting a little bit tipsy and, you know, what, might have had a little bit of shenanigans going last night. But however, my, uh, my thoughts might not be misconstrued or whatever it is, but it cannot be held against me, all right? But hey, I'll try my fucking best, all right? So you were saying that you were part of a cult. Mm. So how, how did that kind of, like, because you said you were formulating this plan to uh, to build this um, gym for, for people of, of, of uh, ethnicity. Oh, no, this is, this is oh, sorry, but, sorry. But that, it started from this cult that you joined, which is network marketing. Oh, yeah, but um, it's a cult, so, but it's a fucking cult. So how, how did... How did you get from the cult of network marketing to running this business? And do you still own this business? Is it still running, or did you shut down? Like, what was that whole process like? Oh, mate, you know what? I I actually I appreciate and I actually admire the so you know the little bit of satire there, a little sarcasm. Um, but hey, this truth in that fucking network marketers are fucking batshit crazy motherfuckers. They're in a trance. But hey, there's some truth in some of them. What they say, all right? Um, how do I get the fuck out of that fucking cult? It was very simple, which was, hey, you, give, you know, don't throw the baby with the bathwater. You know what I'm saying? Take it for the good with the, with the bad. bad. Yeah. Take, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of did that, one not. And then I saw an opportunity, which was, hey, you know what? I was in Western Australia. Um, and there was some nerd, certain, you know, needs were not being met. You know what I'm saying? There was an opportunity to be taken, which is, hey, you know what? There was, you know, a burgeoning, growing fucking um, uh, multicultural Muslim, of, more, more of a Muslim background. From different kind of you know nations and states and such etc. And um, with 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 um, religious folk, um, they have different needs. You know, for example, you have the fucking Amish who can't fucking stand fucking technology, and you know, if you bring a fucking you know a Chevy next to their fucking, they'll be like, fucking, this is a you know, abomination, mate. You know what I fucking mean, bro? You know what I mean? Yeah. With this Muslim community, mate, there's some certain needs. You know, for example, um, you know, with, with the women folk, all right? They they 
they want to, you know, especially with practicing, so there's a different, you know, uh, they want spectrum. To feel safe. Safe, safe is one word, but um, but um, comfortable in, and safe in practicing their uh, beliefs and stuff, right? So, for example, there's a whole spectrum of Muslim, right? There's, there's practicing and non-practicing, etc. I'm a Muslim myself, and right? I'm having a fucking milk outside. I'm not. Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I? Uh, am I, am I uh, what is it called? Um, going against my fucking face. Yeah, I'm not practicing per se, but I, I do believe in tenets of Islam and strong beliefs in that system. But however, those that are practicing very, very devout, yes, you know, um, they, they, you know, they, they prefer to, um, what is it called, especially the women folk, to, you know, to work, to work out, uh, to, to, what is it called, not to be around the opposite sex that are not, you know, they're not married to, etc, etc. You know, there was businesses that, that you know, Fernwood, etc, etc, women folk, yes, they yes. had that. But at the same time, it wasn't still per se quintessential that them. You know what I mean? It was like a product that was tailor made for just a general fucking woman. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, by the way, I gotta stop saying that fucking. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, hey, any listeners out there, you start fucking getting annoyed by you know nah, what I mean? mean. Nah, I mean. There's, there's a lot more. You know what I mean? Coming along, right? So bear with me, all right? It's gonna be more than that, all right? So with that said, the idea was, you know, uh, you know the whole idea was. Like, uh, uh, made in Australia by Australians for Australians kind of that kind of thing Um, so your whole idea was like it's made by Muslims for Muslims sort of thing yeah but not the forefront it's more like yeah exactly exactly pretty much and and basically it gets more deeper in the business so I started a business model and shit and um, I was young I was about 20 um, (coughs) sorry excuse me um, about 23 24 doing university um and you know, doing engineering and stuff at the same time, I was working in it slowly, you know. Um, created the market, target market, okay, bang, okay. What's the sources of income, revenue, okay, memberships, bang, bang, bang. And then now it's like, how do you increase it? Now I had other passions. I love martial arts, I love um, jiu-jitsu, I love all the different, you know, forms of, um, you know, the martial forms, you know, boxing, kickboxing, whatever. And so was it a subscription base? Like your clientele, would they come in and pay for a subscription rate of a month or something? Um, like a membership program? Did they so, have like that sort of thing so, um, there? You know, Crossy, or should I, say, should I call you uh, Sir Crossy at this moment right now? We are going to meet details and stuff. Um, you know, I feel like we should be wearing a fucking like, business suit today. I think, yeah, you know, with this conversation, Tuxedo, right? tuxedo, tuxedo, eh? You know, all the rich people don't, don't uh, dress successful. Fucking hell. They man. say that, you say, you know... A lot of people say, you know, you dress for success, but you see most millionaires, they don't, they don't fucking dress up. Fucking earth, mate. There's a, picture, there's a picture I remember one time I saw of um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, what's his name? The guy that died, the fucking, um, the one that did Apple. What's his fucking name? Steve Jobs. Um, the other one, fucking uh, Jeff Bezos. Four big fucking company, you know, big com- fucking billionaires, all right? And they were just wearing fucking nothing but jeans and a fucking Kmart t-shirt, all right? And he said, uh, guess what? He said, uh, $100 trillion dollars these motherfuckers and not one Gucci belt and not one Gucci fucking you know what I mean like you know what I mean like it's item cool. there you know what I mean and it was like a little pun on the fucking hell thing about like the whole nigga rich moment you know what I'm saying like hey motherfuckers they never had money you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying they can start getting new money guess what they do what do they say first thing they do is they fucking splurge and they get fucking unnecessary shit and they get yeah, fucking bling 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 this is, this, is, this is the thing like and you know um there's this movie called Baby Boy have you ever seen Ooh. that movie Baby boy, that's a killer, okay. man. That's okay, a it's a dope movie, yeah? I love that movie. But he man. says this thing in the movie, right? He goes, mm. 
what 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 is every like what does every black man buy when they get money when they get rich off off drugs oh, right? It, they oh, buy fuck guns. You, fuck you, gun, man. No, listen, fuck listen, you, but listen, fuck listen. You. I feel listen, a bit G. triggered then. I'm joking, listen, I'm joking, joking. Okay, so they it's buy the guns part. and butter, mm. and butter is the jewelry, the fancy shit, the bling, the bling, getting your fucking rims done, all that yep. shit, yeah. And it's like what you said. It's the same thing with the rich and the poor mentality because it's ironic because <laughs> if you're poor. And your main outlook on life was, I didn't look rich enough, so I didn't get that attention. So you start buying mm. shit to make yourself look rich, even though you're not rich. Mm. But if that mentality is in your head, mm. and you're already rich, then it doesn't matter what you wear. Yeah, straight up. And it comes down to the fact of, like, you know, what, um, you know, you know co- overcompensating for something that you, that you earn for something that you never had, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and what do they say, um, you know, the content, uh, a man that is consent, will never feel poor, you know what I mean, in his heart, you know what I mean? And like, well, we'll get, well, the reason we'll get to this conversation now about that is because like, it comes down to like, hey, you know what, what is the fucking, you know, drive, what's the motivation of fucking doing a business, what is it, fucking place, you know what I mean, bro? And like, for me, it's, 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 it's empowerment, you know what I mean? Um, it's empowering myself, empowering those that I love. For and example, empowering the community in some community, sense. Community. For example, you know, the Jewish community, I'm being, give credit where it's due, all right? Um, one of the things they're very successful about is that, they're a timely community, all right, number one. But at the same time, they have a very, very empowering, for example, you go to Act Hero, there's, there's, there's um, you know, um, when it comes to fucking, um, you know, home loans, or there's a support network. But also there's a drive, which is like, hey, you know what? Um, the dollar, for example, the, 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 the dollar within the Jewish community, I think, or something, um, I think it's a statistic I was done within the white community, within the black American community, whatever it is, and how much it spends, how much, how, how much it spends within that community, how much it stays in that within that community, you know what I mean? Yes. Where, as opposed to going away from it, you know what I mean? And statistically speaking, the black African Americans had the least, it was like, I think it was like um, 18 cents something to the dollar that stays in there, something like that. It was like, you know what I mean? Like, compared to like, where with the with with the with the white European American the white European community was like fucking you know, fifty cents or fifty one cents or whatever, and then you have the Asian community which is much more fucking a bit more stronger. And that's why you hear you see like fucking the burgeoning fucking middle classes and stuff um, within the Asian community and stuff like that because these these that support where where they will spend their money within the fucking uh, an Asian store and whatnot. You know what I'm trying to say, bro? And like it's all about empowerment. You know what I mean? And I know I'm, I'm, I know where I'm getting well, fast to this. I, I I get what you're saying because like. The, the whole idea of the the Jewish community is all about preservation. Fucking oath, fucking you know what I mean? Oath, because they save a lot of their money. They have traditions that help them save money. You know, they also know, have the community and, and that, that have... has that basis on saving money and spending money within the community for what you need. With the with the Asian community, it's the same thing. They want to they want to feel. Um, they want to feel safe in their own community and build their communities up. Fucking you know what I mean? Fucking and where so every like, Chinatowns pop up everywhere in fucking you know in, you know in the Western world. You know what I mean? Every well, yeah. fucking major city yeah, of Chinatown. It's, an, it's a niche for white people Ooh. and black people. No, no, you know how fucking crazy that is? They're like motherfuckers. Are like, hey, you know what? We're going to uh, immigrate and we're going to make our own little courses where we get our own food and everything, okay? To feel a little bit of back home. Yes. But then plot twist, okay? It's gonna be so fucking good that you know what? We are gonna convince the the the, the, the mainstream that hey, you know what? This shit is fucking good as fuck. And guess what? What do I do every fucking uh, Thursday night? Oh, young couple, young white couple. Where are we going? We're going, going to fucking get some China, Chinese tonight. You know what I mean? You don't hear yeah. that in the fucking African community. Like, so these, these, 
like, for example, I know the ideas are fucking all over the place for me because I'm a bit ADHD, but like, it always comes down to empowerment, right? Like, knowledge is power, and, and et cetera, et cetera, right? Well, I, and, and I, I, I do believe this too, you know, like, I mean, Australia is so multicultural. Mm. You know, a lot of people that come over to Australia, they realize that Australians don't have much of a culture. You know, I agree, it's very much of a culture shock because we have, like you said, this this Chinatown. You go to you go say Sunshine, you go Footscray, man. It's yeah, all black, black communities out yeah, that way. Enough, you know what enough. I mean? You go yeah. to, you go you to certain talk, areas. Yeah, every area has like a certain culture base. Fucking you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for me, I grew up in Sydney, an area that oh, I grew up in lot, was man, mainly just Arabics. You know what I mean? Western so, suburbs. Yeah, I grew up in the western suburbs in Sydney. So. For me, it was mainly based on the Arab community. It was like spot the Aussie out there, you know what I mean? Mm. And the ironic is like every Aussie that I met mm. at that period of time was that <coughs> whole, uh, you know, stereotypical Aussie, like, oh, parents drink all the time, you mm. know, and... Apathetic and all that kind of stuff. You yeah. Know, caring about most things and fucking just, you know, chilled, laid back and Just whatnot. chilled, laid back, workers in fucking, um, you know, the the construction industry, mm. shit like that, you know? And then you sit, the, the, this is what the funny thing is, most um, ethnicities seem to make more money than, than, than Australians do. Because I think the mentality is a lot different. The only reason why I put that there, so it picks up both of us. Okay, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, so mind you, mind you, mind you, if there's any listeners here, um, you are dealing with a lot out here, you know, a young black man who does not know anything about technology and shit, so mate, bear with me, alright? I am from the fucking, you know, the, the, I just came from fucking landing from the fucking, you know, the forest and the jungles of Congo, you know what I'm saying, bruv? No, I'm fucking with you, I'm, I'm self-deprecating and shit. Yo, yo, you heard it here first, man, it's your boy, so delicious left for, you know what I'm saying? Bang, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but hey, I'm freestyling right now. What's up? Let's get back at it. So now you're saying... Okay. <coughs> by the way, by the way, cousin. You were saying, Kazi? Will that reach me? Will that reach, yeah, reach me? Yeah, reach is well for us. That's, that's why I was putting it in the center. <laughs> so you were saying, basically, in, growing up in uh, you know, Western Sydney, um, there was that dichotomy between you was, know, yeah, it was your mainly, experiences of your own identity, etc. But then also the fucking mainstream, over, overwhelming fucking Arab and Middle Eastern fucking cultural fucking influences, you know what I mean? I, f- I, f- I feel like the... The, very much the, the Arab community was strong there, but it was it was the Habibs, the fucking Habibs. Like this this is the thing though. Like Were you bullied so, by the Habibs? Were you bullied by the Habibs? They drive a fucking skyline thirty four and you, you got into one fight with one oh, of them. Yes. It was like a fucking fight, the whole cousins and shit. Yes, yes, yes and no, yes <laughs> and no. Like we had that whole thing when I was in school, right? Um, we had that whole thing where, you know, it was us against them sort of mentality. Mm. Because, you know, it was very much because uh, Oh, that's where you yeah, fucking... Was, bring, I that, remember you so that, familiar. That's, that's where I'm fucking so familiar. Oh my God, Alex, bro. When I first saw you, I was like, bro, what the fuck is that? I remember this coming from somewhere, bro. I know now. Now I know. It was you, kind of, it was you in the fucking Colonel Rice, mate. You found out, Jackie. The lead fucking protagonist. <laughs> fuck it, Dude, let me tell you. Let me, the fucking... Oh let me my, tell you a story. Oh my let me tell days, you a story brother. about that. Let me tell you a story about that. Oh my so fucking days. Cronulla, I want to hear this. I want to hear this When shit. the Cronulla riots happened, you, right? You and this is for everyone else that doesn't know about the Cronulla riots. About 10 or 15 years ago... 2005. This was... Uh, 2005. I remember 2005? That. I know exactly what's going on. Okay, so it was about 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, it was about 15 years ago, yeah. Yeah, so... Okay, so anyone who doesn't know about the Cronulla Rise, there was uh, these two girls that were raped, and... Uh, I wouldn't say raped. Right. And, and then they Something beat up, like, a whole bunch of... Uh, um, 
uh, lifesavers, right? So yeah. when this happened, who, who, who there was a no, big who, who protest. Listen, wait. But no, you didn't explain it to me. You said, who did it? Like, the, the how it started. Okay, okay. So you said they, right, you know what I mean? All right. Come on. Don't play safe, bro. Fucking hell, come on, bro. Where were you, chest cut, Mr. Kazi? You were the fucking the front line, bro, yeah? Come hold on, up, bro. Hold hold come hold on, up, bro. Give us the fucking, you know, gory fucking details. Come on, my G. Okay, okay. So this is how it started, okay? Hold two seconds, okay? So this is how it started. There was, there was uh, two two women who were raped on the beach, and these lifeguards tried to confront the people who raped them, and then they got bashed by these lebos, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, lebos, mate. Next Fuck thing you know, mate. there was this huge thing in terms of a protest because of this happening, because it began like a regular occurrence. A lot mm. of a lot of Arabs would come to would come to yeah, Kunala. Yeah. And shit would kick off, you know yeah. what I mean? Between the Aussies and the Lebos, right? Mm. And then one day, something fucking went, fuck this, hey, and everything started going ape shit, right? But not only that, everywhere else in Sydney was going ape shit. It was, it was, it was us it was against spark. them. It was, no, it, was, it, was, it was a fucking spark, it was a fire spark, and it just spread. And it it spread. The suburbs and everything. It fucking and spread. You know I remember, it, it was like... Borderline civil fucking uh, war, mate. I, I remember would, being and, in and school, the, oh, man. Front remember the front line was the front line. I've never been to Sydney before, by the, by the way, but, yeah. but I remember it was like Western Sydney was like the line between Western Sydney and the eastern suburbs and northern suburbs was like this is where it is. You know what I'm trying to say? And it was like this is what I can remember. Is that correct or not? Well, see, yeah. and me, it was like it was a bit, saying? it was a bit different because after all this shit happened in Kanawa, right? As you said, it spread, mm. and uh, where I was, I was living in an Arabic community, yeah. and it was. It began that us against them mentality, where the school started fighting the Lebos and the Aussies started fighting. We all got into a huge thing, like uh, Aussies and Islanders were fighting all the Arabs, man. And fucking we were fucking man. like not, not, not fucking, just not just small, not just small, like mate. the whole fucking school, bro, attacking each other, bro. That's how big the Cronulla riots was, man, bro. I'm telling you, bro. This and is then a after that shit happened, man. there was very much this kind of like us against them mentality, bro. Minute, yeah. You know, and and it's and it's fucked up, but it's like the same thing. Like if you go anywhere, you know, like you, you, you human nature, bro. It's tribalism. It's tribalism, it's tribalism and it's ignorance. Because I yeah. feel like if you're being fueled by a certain narrative, yeah. then you're gonna see things from that. Like it's like saying yeah. this, right? If uh, I just hate you because you know why? You know what? You know, it's like people. Because it's fucking it, bruv. You put mayonnaise to fucking anything you eat, bruv. Like, come on, bruv. Like, well, because I'm kidding, white. I like mayonnaise, come on, bruv. Like, mayonnaise bruv, is bruv, shit. I want my low-key, low-key. Don't say nobody, alright, guys. I'm fucking like I'm a black man. I also like fucking mayonnaise, too, alright? You fucking have. But hey, let, 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 let it not be known, alright? But hey, you know what I'm saying? Fucking put some spices on the fucking shit, bruv. You know what I mean, bruv? You get me, bruv? That's the only thing I dislike about Alex, alright, man? You get me, bruv? Well, continue, sir. I'm fucking with you, bruv. Hey, have a laugh. I mean, fair is fair, fair is fair. I mean, I think that's a hot, it's a Europe thing, too, man. Mayonnaise. Yeah, that kind of mentality. I was trying to lie to the moment, moment up, but hey, I agree with you too, man. Tribalism is fucked, you know what I'm saying? And ignorance is, you know, you know what I'm saying? And it spurs it more, you know what I mean, bruv? Like, this is why fucking conversation is amazing, you know what I mean, bruv? Like, yeah, well, I mean, like like I was saying, like, I feel like, uh, like, me, me and uh, Hassan, as, as you guys know from the previous video, me and Hassan, we, uh, we made this video about um, interracial dating and whatnot, right? And one of the oh, subjects that came up, right? We, we were we were talking <clears throat> about it, and uh, one of the questions was like, "Or oh, uh, because I'm dating someone who's white, uh, am I uh, disgracing my race?" Right? And every black person walked up. Every black person walked up and said, "Yes," because I'm dating a white person. 
Now, my question to you, Whoa. right? In terms of that um, mentality thing, do you think, like, if you brought home a white girl, would your parents be like, oh, she's not black? She doesn't know the culture? Like, mm. is that a big thing? All right, you know what? Um, I, I will, I will um, I'll try to give it justice, this answer, um, and try to, you know, see from all the angles. Honestly speaking, yes, at first, you know, it would be, it would be a fucking, um, it would be a fucking curveball, you know what I mean? Um, my, my own parents are, um, you know, first, uh, you know, first gen, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much more first generation, kind of thing, you know, but, you know, English is second language and shit, they come from a culturally totally different fucking background and everything, you know what I'm saying, brother? Mm. At the same time, yeah, fucking earth, they, they would be, would they ideally like, um, you know, you know, a sexy fucking, you know, um, East African girl with some, you know what I'm saying, donk donk fucking, you know what I'm saying, curves and shit, you know what I'm saying, that would, you know, quick, quick, you know, cook some samosas and some fucking, you know, Angerian shit, you know what I'm saying, that speaks their language and shit, you know, whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Fucking no. As opposed to, you know, fucking hey, you know what? Throwing some shrimp on the back of Barbie, you know? They're like, what the fuck, mate? That's another thing too, right? Mm. That whole fucking, it boils my fucking blood, the Shrimps on the Barbie? I tell you why. Because it? we don't <laughs> call them shrimps in Australia. We call them prawns, bro. Fucking oath, mate. It annoys the shit. It's yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Do you know? Mm, yeah, it's like, and it's an like American you served, ad. You served, you served. This is the reason why. It's because it's an American ad talking about Australian for tourism, tar- tourism. Yeah, and they right. say shrimp over there. So that's, right. that's why the ad was put a shrimp. Right. We don't we don't even say shrimp in Australia. Right, a shrimp is a small prawn. They got you in an uproar, mate. Fucking earth. This is this is this is this is this is this is this should be a fucking fighting moment. You know what I'm saying, bro? This should be the fucking you know. Fucking earth, it should be a new fucking, what is it called? Um, like, it should be a new ad. No, 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 a new ad. Do you remember the ad episode? where it was like, oh, where the bloody hell are you? Where the bloody hell are you? That was Fuck. a mad Dude, that's Australian the ad. she ever fucking did, bruv. Like, she did that, and now she's fucking, you know, you know, you know synonyms in her fucking life successful. Lara fucking, who the fuck, it, who the fuck are you? Where the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Lara fucking Bingo, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was a mad ad. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was, mate, fucking earth, it's good to see fucking, you know, old boy here, Croxy, mate. Uh, was it Croxy? Or was it fucking. Croxy. Uh, yeah? Crossy. We don't get you crossy, but hey, unless you fucking throw some shoes on the fucking bar, then get you fucking crossy, you know what I mean? But hey, getting to the point back about the question about the fucking, uh, that um, dilemma of that, um, you know, social fucking experiment question of uh, interracial fucking, you know, bring a, bring a white, you know, bring, bring a white girl home. Um, mind you, personally, I can share this with you. I've, I've, I've been with a fucking white girl for a minute, right? And this is the kind of thing we had a conversation with about sex, you know what I mean? About and dating? Yeah. Um, she, there's something in the, in the back of her fucking thoughts, you know what I mean? Um, well, that's not too personal, and you know, but she, you know, it, um, we were together fucking, um, about fucking, you know, on and off for fucking two years and stuff. And I personally never really said it to her that, that hey, you know, what, it would be something hard for her to compare to kind of like come up, uh, you know, come over and like come like, you know, what I mean? initially speaking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the first thing would be, I think, like where that's like a commonplace. You know what I mean? Like where I can't be like to the other extreme because I come from a very conservative background. You know what I mean? Like you got black, Somali, East African, Muslim, conservative, yeah, practicing that... background. So there's like multi layers. There's like there's multi layers of, comp- of, 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 of 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 complexity, but also uh, of 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 um, um, of uh, what is it called? Nuance and and, and um, you know deepness. You know what I'm trying to say, yeah, bro. Culture. Um, and also then, whole opposite is that if you generally speaking, you know, saying um, the Australian Anglo-Saxon white modern day, uh, you know, generalized description of a typical white guy you're bringing over is yes. would be, you know, probably uh, non-religious and 
you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, goes out, has a fucking yarn, and then fucking, you know what I mean, gets, you know what I mean, brother, totally the opposite, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot of intricacies, am I making sense? So, there's a lot of things that have to be, um, you know, to, 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 to have the understanding of it, it's like, it's not just like, hey, oh, it's not just skin deep, it's more to do with that, it's a cultural fucking differences, you know what I'm trying to say? Am I making sense? I'm making so sense. So it's not a complexion thing; it's a culture thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I reckon like because skin, 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 skin tone is only skin deep, right? Yes, it has fucking deepness to it. There's, there's racism and all that kind of shit, yeah. But however, there's cultural fucking differences, right? Can you get me, fam? And I, and I kind of st- stick between the middle where I'm like kind of stay the limbo because of kind of thing where like I'm like culturally speaking, like grew up in fucking most of my whole fucking life in Australia, all right, bro. And then I go back to fucking East Africa or something like that. All right, bro. And they're like, oh, he's, he's one of the fucking ones that I fucking kind of like watered down. There's a terminology for them. They call them Duck and Ellis, you know what I mean? Which means those that kind of, uh, kind of like not lost their kind of like uh, culture, but like Duck and Ellis means like they, um, they, 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 they need to um, rewash themselves with the culture. Like there's a terminology to describe the diaspora of, 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 of Somalis that have grown up their life in a sh- overseas and stuff. So then there's like this place where you're like, oh shit, you're in the same limbo where. Can I share something with you? Right? Interesting, right? Okay. About what identity is. It all comes down to the crux of it, yeah. What is what is what is what is understanding identity culture, right? For example, right? You know, you said, you know, as a as a as a as a, as a white Australian uh, of European descent, background, you would say that you know you don't have much of uh, compared to the other multiculturally, you know, stronger ethnicities and stuff like that, Arabs, whatever, Africans that they have more of a stronger, not stronger, but more like a culturally stronger culture kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then it comes down to what our identity, what it is, everything, right? Like in Australia, what is fucking Australian? What does it mean to, mean to be Australian? What does it mean to be that, etc. right? Now, I'll share this with you, like, hey, you know what? The reason why my parents would have fucking difficulty bringing a white girl home is because of the cultural differences, of, of how far in the spectrum, in the, in the extremities, that they, they, they are, the language they speak, they, they, they're not um, you know, born here, grew up here fluently, etc. There's all that kind of stuff, but at the same time, You've got this girl that is Australian now that you care about and you love and shit. You know what I'm trying to say? And then you might kind of relate culturally speaking because you're somehow you're raising grew up in here too. So there's like this weird di- dilemma to it. Then now the question is, what is Australian? What the fuck is Australian? Well, well, here's another question. So many fucking layers to it, bro. Here's, here's uh, another question to it, right? So if you're if you're if you're um I don't know if you're what. Jewish, right? Mm. Then most likely you're going to want to date another Jewish or marry another Jewish woman because you want to keep that culture alive. It's called preservation. It's the same thing with the Muslim society. It's different, but it's different. I disagree with you, sir. You date other Muslims. I, I agree with you. you, you want to keep that no, 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 together, I disagree you know? with you. Not sorry to disagree with you, but I know where you come from, the nuance of it. But the, the Jewish example is slightly a little bit different because you know they're also per se and also uh, uh, an ethnicity per se too. So for them, it's like it's a racial thing too. It's like they want to continue their line. It's not just a religious kind of thing where they're like, oh, we want to maintain. Um, have a child to be that of that certain faith, but also we want to maintain that bloodline. that bloodline because they say from this, is a, this, you know is, this is the same thing I was talking about yeah. in terms of like culture because like okay, listen here, right? Listen to what I'm saying. Yeah, so basically, um, I know that you know Hassan's your cousin, so the stuff that we used to talk about. By the way, by the way, right? by the, by the way may I say some stuff? At first, you know, we keep so many things personal for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because this is this is a you know, a conversation, correct? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying that, you know? Yeah. Continue. I'm just, I have to, I just say that, guys. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, this man here prides himself in, uh, what is it called, his, um, his uh, what is it called, what he shares and what he does not share and, and the privacy of his uh, loved ones and stuff. So, um, 
you know, there won't be any sharing of what is it called, uh, the, you know, how, how big my penis stick is and what is it called, my, um, you know, credit rating and also what is it called, have I or have I not, what is it called, have the ability to dance or not. So, so certain oh. things will keep private and certain things we'll like, exchange and okay. share. Continue. Okay, okay, okay. So basically, basically what I was trying to say, right, is that Hassan, um, he, was saying, he was saying to me, like, and, and a, lot, a lot of other black people that I've met too, they say that... Uh, like you were saying, you have to rewash yourself in your own culture, right? So when you're in a Western world mm. and you've grown accustomed to Western kind of mantics or whatever it is, and then you go back over to Africa and then you relearn your culture again, yeah, yeah, right? Exactly too. So exactly too. the reason why I say this is like, do you feel as if like there's such thing as like somebody is blacker and you need someone blacker to tell you how to be black? Because I never got that concept. That oh. fucks with my mind. Because like I know that, like say for example, I'm Aboriginal, yeah? So I'm Aboriginal, so like I'm not black enough to be with other indigenous people to be classified as a black man, right? But I'm white, but I have black culture. Do you see what I'm saying? But this is the same thing that I see with, with and was other... And that hard for you because we had to prove your blackness? Prove your originality? Yes and no, because I feel like no, no, I just no, never no, 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 related no, 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 no. on that so, level. But like this is what no, I'm saying, no. like what's the blackest? Is it Nigerian? No. Is it fucking Somalian? Is it Ethiopian? Is it fucking Jamaican? Like, do you know what I mean? Is, so, is there so such thing right, as so more black? Is, you, so it makes no sense to me. So, um, number one, um, I can, I can, I can say this. Uh, I don't speak for. Um, I want to say the same, but I don't speak for the. What is it called? I'm not the head of the black delegation. Kind of reminds me of like. No, the, I know that. <coughs> I know they, that. They, 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 they felt that they should ask you. That's good. I'm not Where, the head of the black man. <laughs> you remember that they should ask you? Racial draft. And he's like, most definitely, and he's like, yes, as, 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 a, as, a, as a head of the uh, next week of the, the black delegation, we choose uh, as a number one draft pick. Um, no, we can't. Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods. I'm, I'm, I'm going to change, a little tangent, yeah? So, so hey, hey, I'm not a, you know, uh, the head of the black delegation. However, if I give you my own humble opinion, um, first thing is we have to define what is blackness. Because yeah, it's a blackness is um, a culture. You're, you're, sir, uh, you are literally, what is it called? Leading, you know, to what I'm about to say right now, um, because I don't think it's I don't think it's just tone, because that in itself blackness black black is an English word terminology, and it was also a term like it's a broad spectrum, it's broad broad terminology that was used in language to buy a Eurocentric perspective. For example, the world the world the, the effect of what is described as that person what he is and where he's from is is from. Um, the colonialist perspective. No, 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 no. From a modern day, um, the last 500 years of history, for example. For example, the Middle East is called the Middle East because it's from the perspective and seeing the worldview from Greenwich, Greenwich, um, England. Okay? That, okay? And the Far East is Japan, which is from their perspective. You know what I'm trying to say? So my point is, is black, <coughs> black is a very, black, is a, if, it's a, if it's a scribe, uh, Linguistically, black is a color. The dark, the tone is very dark. Now, if it was on purely on tones, then it was skin tone. Then you would literally be mindful because you know why? You'll find a fucking Middle Eastern Arab person that's considered to be black. Another one who's from uh, someone Islands to be black. You'll have an Indian from southern South India to be black. Okay, feels skin tone. But it's not. You, we, me, me, and you would both agree, uh, Crocs, that um, South Indian wouldn't 
come under the terminology of black culture. Okay? Apu wouldn't be, okay? Apu wouldn't be in there, okay? So he's but, more brown culture. But then again, that's a modern day take of my, you know what I'm saying, brown, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but no, my point is this, it's not skin tone. And, and I think you'll ever be um, a pure definition of what is black. Or what is what is white? Or what is this? Because you know what? It's a subjective perspective, right? It now is, the question is, is this now. The question is this now. I mean, I'm, I'm going... Um, Are we going to flip it on set and be like, what is white? Is that what you're going to go with? Can I get the answer to that? What is white? Mayonnaise. I love mayonnaise though. Um, mayonnaise is the shit. Cool? I don't care what no one says. Uh, what's the, what's the, Black uh, what's or white, white oh, bro. Fucking oath, fucking oath. Um, <laughs> John Farnham, uh, Kylie Minogue, I fucking love them both. Uh, what is it called? What else? What else is fucking white culture, bro? What else? Uh, fucking um, uh, peas, peas, and a fucking, uh, what is it called? Mashed potatoes. What else? What else? I'm being a dick right now. I'm being a dick right oh, now. White culture? Yeah, white culture. See, this is the thing. It depends on what you define as white culture. European culture? Well, European culture, at the end of the day, what is that, pies, white? Is that, what, is that white? Pies would be like the ultimate European culture. Which one? Pies. Pies. Pies and you know, pastries and shit like that, you know? But you know that most of cuisine is basically favoured from France. That's why most of our stuff, a la carte menu and fucking whatnot, it's all fucking French stuff. Oh, no, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that, that perspective is like that alone, you know? Like, the pinnacle of white culture could be seen as French. Like, in my opinion. But I could be wrong, you know what I mean? Um, but in terms of Australian white culture, we're a blend of everyone. So it's like I disagree. This, I disagree. This I disagree. There's no blend of anything. You don't think I don't so? Know. Australia, okay? Australian culture is, is a white Australian culture. Yeah, what is white Australian culture? I mean, for someone who... Why Australian policy? For someone... Why Australian policy? From someone who isn't... Well, you, you've been born here, yeah? Okay, so your pinnacle... I wasn't, born, I wasn't born here. I was born in Somalia. I was born in Somalia. Okay, so I was born, you in, came a, I was born in a Roman Catholic church in Somalia. Okay, so you came here then, yeah? What was your cultural shock when you first came here? Was it like when you first seen a white man, you're like, fuck, he's a ghost, ah! the first white man I've ever seen. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. Was it when like I first came over here, I came from New Zealand, and I was like, god damn, they're fucking so much more shit at in rugby than fucking Kiwis, mate. That's oh, what I fucking yeah. thought. That's what it's I fucking true, thought, bro. you know what I mean? It's true, though. And I'm like, fucking earth, mate. There's a fucking... It's fucking hot out here. That's what I fucking thought. But, but guess what, my bro? Real talk, Australian... Australian culture? For me? I'm, I'm going to say like how it is, all right? My dude. Australian culture is... Deep. Now you're gonna say, what the fuck do you mean by deep, though, right? Because it's deep place, right? Australian culture is, is based upon a, on a scary, um, dark um, history of Taranellis, history of dispossession, history of um, suffering, uh, history of, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, what is it called? People that were taken from their own fucking uh, lands, which, which is, which is, which is, which is, um, the, what is it called? Inmates taken from, you know, England, never to see again their fucking families and stuff. Born to ships to a land they don't fucking know, to be settlers and shit. True or not? That's another fucking, it's, it's dark too. True or not? Yeah, because, okay? Yeah. All this shit. It, no, it's but a mesh. what is culture though? What is a culture? It's yeah, a that's mesh. the thing. It's a mesh of, it's a mesh of fucking Anglo Saxon fucking motherfuckers that were. Blink of an eye, put into a fucking ship, 
They didn't fucking know. They didn't have their last drink or whatever it is. And they were thrown into this fucking lane. They're like, oh shit. It's trying to, you know what it is? It's like a fucking drunkenness. You know that moment where you're like, oh fuck, bro. I'm trying to remember what the fuck. How the fuck was it like? How the fuck was it last night, bro? That's what fucking Australian culture is because he's trying to remember what the fuck it was. What, what is it to be fucking England culture? English culture. You know what I'm trying to say, bro? Do you know what I'm trying to say, bro? Like, I mean, in a weird fucking environment where there's kangaroos kind of tripping you. Imagine you fucking some some fucking English fella from fucking Essex, bro, yeah? And you had a couple of fucking pints or whatever, and you fucking stole some fucking bread that you shouldn't fucking stole from some fucking, you know, some fucking, what are they called? Some duke or some shit. And they're in your drunk stupor, they fucking ship you into a fucking boat, yeah? Because, yeah? And then you land in a fucking country, bro. And it's fucking hot as fuck, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? There's a fucking kangaroo there, bro, skipping around, and you're like, what the fuck is going on, bro? And Who's some black mother? guy's throwing a spear at you. Spear, yeah? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and his name's fucking Adam's Goose and shit, you know what I'm saying, bro? And he's like, fuck, you know what I'm trying to say, bro? You know what I'm trying to say, bro? You get me? And then you try to figure this shit out. But mind you, you still have fucking recovering from the fucking hangover. You get me, bro? And then you're like, you decide what the fuck is the culture. And then you, make, you mash that up together, bro. You still remember the fucking pine tissue, so you gotta fucking throw it in there. You know what I'm saying, bro? Remember the fucking the little funny head with the cricket and shit, bang, bang, bang. You get me, bro? But guess what, bro? You gotta fucking throw the barbecue in there now, because it's fucking, you know, while you're outdoors and shit. Sure or not, cuzzy? You get me, bro? You get me, fam? You get me, bro, yeah? Oh, God. So basically, it's a mixture of, of English culture. No, 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 it's not a mixture of culture. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a drunken, uh, what's it called? Uh, remembrance of, uh, what's it called? Trying to remember what the fuck it was. You know what I'm saying, bro? That's what I'm trying to say. So you, 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 you consider um, Australian culture as a party culture? Party culture. Yeah. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. I'm just taking the piss, but you're not getting my, my gist of it. I'm saying to you, it's unequivocally Anglo-Saxon culture. You know what I'm saying, bro? We share, Australian culture shares more in common with the, the UK than fucking America. True or not? Both white, both in here, but totally different, bro. True or not, yeah? Different same sports. You get me, bro? The Union Jack and everything. That's what I'm trying to say to you, bro. But the reason why it's fucking still white is because you know what it is? It's to maintain that culture. Can, can I share something interesting, right? I'm not going to go dark and everything, right? Yeah. All right, so I told you about what is, what is, what is identity and show that in regards to my own personal experience, my own story of like being black and being fucking Muslim, being Somali, whatnot, and then growing up most of my whole life in Australia, New Zealand, whatever it is, and then going back fucking, and then motherfuckers are like, oh, bro, you're not one of us, can Fucking hell, mate. You know what I mean? Because you're not, you know what I'm saying, bro? And you're like stuck in that weird limbo and shit. Now, polar opposite to Australia too now, I'll show you. I remember I used to work in a fucking hospital one time, all right? Give me a social experience, all right? And it kind of, it kind of like brings home the message of what is, the question is, what is Australian culture? What is Australian identity? Which yeah. is this, all right? So, you know orderly, yeah? You know orderly. PCA, those orderlies, the ones that push the patients, orderlies, whatever. yes, yes. So I used to transfer, transfer patients and equipment throughout the hospital from different you know, departments and shit, etc. And, and this is in WA, mate, all right? So I'll be, you know, predominantly all the patients would be elderly, 70 or whatever it is, and fucking private health insurance, whatever. Predominantly fucking white. For this example, I'm telling you this, all right? So predominantly that. So I'm, you know, pushing them down, taking them from fucking the ward, to fucking, you know, theater or some shit, yeah? So you have a fucking five minute, two minute fucking, you know, have a yarn. I'm like, they're like, you know, they're delirious and shit, they better get surgery and shit, not knowing they're gonna fucking make it and whatnot, cuz. They're like, fuck you now. And, I'm, and then I'm having a conversation with them, cut the story short. They're like, mate, I'm talking English, I'm not uh, English accent or whatnot, you know what I mean, bruv? Not like fucking now, right? We had a couple of drinks and shit, but you know what I'm trying to say, bruv? And they get, you know, they look at me and they're like, skin tone, come circles, you know, skin tone and everything. They're like, oh, he's black. But he's not speaking like fucking with an accent. It's not some migrant, whatever. What's good? They, so they did a puzzle. They asked me, you know, this 70 year old white lady or something. That's what Where are you from? Where are you from, darling? And then 
I'll force in a black product. I'm like, I'm Australia. I'm Australia. I'm Australian. And then, t t 10 seconds later, it goes past, and there's a puzzled look in their face. And then, guess what happens? 50% would be quiet, and then, you know, 60% would have the audacity to reply back and say, not that audacity, just like the curiosity, we might say. And I say, oh, okay, I know down here in Australia, but where are your parents from? Are you hearing me, bro? Where are your parents from? It's a very interesting, you know, take, all right? And then I'll reply back. I'll reply back. Social experiment, right? Pushing the edge, yeah? And I'll reply back, hey, um, my parents? Oh, mate, uh, darling, they're from Australia. They, one was born in Sydney, the other one was born in Melbourne. Yeah, they met, yeah, my mate. And then, yeah, my pup's from Sydney and my mum's from fucking Melbourne and they met, and, you know, she's, you know, university and whatnot, and they had us, you know what I mean? And then, 30 seconds go past. A minute go past. The fucking look of confusion is getting more bewildering. You know what I'm It's getting more worse, up, all right? Yeah, yeah, And then that's what happens, bro. Only 10, 10, 20 percent or so would have replied back with the, with, with the more further curiosity and said, Oh, I understand, I understand that, I understand that, I understand, sweetheart. But, um, but yeah, but where's your, kid, where's your grandparents from? Are you hearing me, bro? Me taking the piss and shit. I reply back, my grandparents, yeah. So my grandfather, from my mum's side, uh, he was uh, he's one of the members of the, you know, Rats of Tabrookie and shit, mate. Like, yeah. Fucking, uh, got, got, got rest of his soul. He was a fucking true blue, fucking fighting Aussie, mate. For, for you know, for, you know, for, for fucking Australia and everything, all right? And my dad's like, my dad's like, yeah. He was a fucking, you know, a farmer from Mildura or some shit. Taking the piss, all right? Just pushing that point. And then, bruv, silence, they're just shocked. Like, fucking just challenges their fucking understanding of what is Australia, all right? And then, I'm gonna go past and I ask them, oh, Father, I'm just curious, um, sweetheart, where, where, are you, where are you from? So I'm talking to this patient, I'm a patient, and the way, she's about to go into heart surgery. Got rest of her soul, she's, she's dead. But um, <laughs> she's like, I'm oh, okay, where are you from? And she's like, oh, it's not what's said, it's what's unsaid. They look in the eye, like shock, I was like, is the day, is it, is, 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 is the day, a time of sunlight and a time of light. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it's day, you know it's day kind of thing. You know when you're telling, hey, is that day right now? You'd be like, motherfucker. That kind of look like, I'm just Australian. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is this, it's a common, like, innate fucking answer of like, you know, it's fucking written in the wall. Then I'll take, then I'll take it. Same thing. Social experiment, right? This is what I was doing. I'm like, I'm pause for more. I'll pause. Let them marinate. I'm like, I know, I know, sweetheart, but I uh, just want to know. I know you're, I know you're Australian, but I just want to know, you know, you, what, about, what about your parents? Where are your parents from? And you know what turns out to me, mate? In my experience of doing that, working in that hospital for a couple of years, that ain't. From a white Anglo perspective, white perspective, that ain't. First generation, second generation, third generations would be like, they would reply back, oh my god, no. My, my, uh, my parents, this elderly person would be like, my parents are from fucking England. Or, or Scotland or Jersey or something, bro. You know what I'm trying to say, bro? Now, why I shared that conversation, that social experience that I personally did was, was to bring home messages. I live my life here in Australia. Grew up in here. Cultural, cultural references, everything I identify with. I identify more with Australia. I, I'm, I, this is home for me. You know what I'm saying, bro? But then, when I was younger, especially, you know, 
Perth, Western Australia, which was you know, 15, 20 years ago. It's not the same now, but obviously, you know, it was moving all backwards and everything. I wasn't accepted. I told you, it was always, it's still now. No, oh, no, we I'm not saying ever, I'm fucking proud of who the fuck I am and where I come back. I know my story and shit. But I'm saying to you is, these that, when I, when I told you, you asked me, what is Australian culture? And I told you, it's white Australian culture. And it's, and it's a honest truth. And it's, and it's something we have to fucking come around to and accept. Because last 20, 30 years of fucking multiculturalism that's been fucking drummed down by fucking the left and the fucking, you know, politicians and shit has made us think that, hey, you know what? That is what Australian culture is. No, no, no. Having a fucking Chinese on a fucking Thursday and night or having a fucking first grade little shopping center fucking here does not change the fucking culture of the fucking country. It won't. You know what I'm saying, brother? You get me trying to say, brother? What does create the fucking cultural thing is policies of white Australia policy where 1967, brother, before 1967, that uh, indigenous Australians were considered parts of flora and fauna where there was systematic fucking you know, policies of um, not allowing non white, not even non white, you know, the, you know, the reason why you had walks coming in and everything in the post fucking World War II and shit. Not, not the fucking Asians and shit. You even thought there's fucking Indonesia right next door. Sorry, it's getting too windy, isn't it? But hey, it's because you know what? It was to maintain that white lineage, to, to maintain that. Okay? It was a uh, systematic eugenic fucking you know what I'm saying um, policy of maintaining now is that right or wrong who the fuck am I to say I don't give a fuck about that I'm just saying to you that's a fucking fact of the matter but I guess what so would I have it any other way seeing fucking good old fucking Shane Warne fucking uh, having a fucking a fag and a cigarette brother before, before he fucking uh, you know goes fucking plays at fucking England and fucking what called ashes and shit and just fucking after he shakes fucking Elizabeth Hurley mate and then goes there and fucking gets fucking what seven wickets and shit destroys it Brother, without even a fucking sweat, goes back into the fucking, you know, the box sitting is like, yo, seeing that shit, fucking body, fucking off, mate, nah, bruv. Fucking hell, mate, you know what I mean? Having that old fucking bitch called Lara Bingle saying, hey, where the fucking body, how are ya? There's some truth on the barking, baby. Why the fuck not, bruv? Because you know what? It's prawns, isn't it, mate? Hey, we don't like that part, but fuck it. Yeah, but that, that's, that's the point that I'm trying to make, okay? Yeah. Because as you said that, that, that uh, Australian culture is based upon immigrants that came over. Yeah. This, the whole of Australia, through Australian history, this was a, a prison island, and then after that became a multicultural society, which everyone came, every ethnicity came. But yet, the whole idea was to breed out the blacks at the time to create more of a white culture, yeah. like you said, the white policy culture, right? Yeah. So this is what the irony is: is that now it's left so many Australians without a sense of culture. Right, so mm. that's why you always see like a white guy talk like an Arab, you know what I mean? Fucking because like... he hangs around a lot of Arabs because yeah. that gives him a sense of culture. It's the same and, thing. And, and you see, culture is belonging, it's culture is <sighs> home, it's culture is a sense of, of uh, that's why of religion home. gives a sense of belonging too. You, know? too yeah. you see a lot of white Muslims now. Why do you think that mm. is, bro? You think that's because the word of Mecca? No, it's because they want to feel that sense of belonging. And True. have that community, bro. Yeah. And that's why that's why I feel like, you know, as a white person, mm. it's very hard to know where you culturally belong. Especially for me. Mm. Like, I feel like, you know, I'm not white enough. I'm not black enough. Mm. I'm in the middle. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm. it's like, it's kind of like a weird kind of taboo thing, you know? But at the same time, like, it's, it's, it's very hard to kind of know what 
culture is in this country when it's oh. based upon if you can party and drink. Because that's all you hear. Like every other person that comes over here is like, what do you know about Australia? Well, they got kangaroos. They like to drink all the time. And guess what? You know what else? They love mm. to have a barbecue. That's what the that's culture good. is, right? When you, Before you come over, that's what everyone's told, Fucking right? And everyone Fucking comes up. to Australia for one purpose, and it's not for the people, <clears throat> lad. Fucking oath, bro. It's for Fucking the money, oath, lad. Brother. Fucking oath, bro. And Fucking I'm not oath. being offended to anyone, but that's but the and, truth, and, and, man. And, 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 bro, you know what? You probably feel much more emotionally fucking... I see how you fucking responded like that. It's like, you know, bro, like... You probably think it's like, no, there's more to what I fucking experience and what I know and everything other than just those fucking four things, barbecue, fucking hot weather, kangaroos and fucking, uh, what was it called? Lara Bingle. Yeah, but you at the same say? time, you're right though, because that's all that I know. And I'm fucking Australian. That's the irony, because that's what we've been told or the mentality of people, you know, mob mentality, yeah. I feel like that's what it's been told, you know? Like, <clears throat> you, you get I, told can like, can like I, can this I, can can I share something with you, bro? You just trigger, you just reminded me of something, right? And um, I hope this is a takeaway um, for yourself too. Like, um, I remember one day I was there, man, um, about uh, eight months ago, uh, eight months or uh, yeah, about eight months ago during the lockdown. Um, <clears throat> I went down to fucking Exeter Hotel, grabbing some drinks and shit. And um, outside, I met these young two young blokes, uh, very fucking cool. Two, uh, two Aussie, Aussie. You see that? You see that? You see that? See that, just that natural thing where I said just Aussie in my head it was just bang automatic white I was trying to say white yeah. I said Aussie two Aussie fucking uh, young fellas alright and I didn't know that hey, there was some kind of um, anti-vaccination or something anti-anti uh, what do you call it anti-lockdown anti-vax, vax, whatever yeah. protest or whatever it is there was a lot of white nationalists in that group hit me hit me hit me hit and um, we had a we had a we had, a, you know, we had a one beer outside too whatever that is and um, we had a fucking conversation, whatever it is, and I ended up fucking, what is it called? We ended up fucking, what is it called? Having fucking, I ended up having like fucking two six packs and shit, bro. And they actually fucking blew my mind away in the sense of they shared to me that Australian culture is more than those fucking four things and what caused a change in the shift. You know what I'm saying? And gotta be the last fucking 50, 50 years or so, the last 40 years, you know what I'm saying? The last 40 years of fucking, um, it's happening in the whole Western world, bro. It happened in the whole Western world where um, the first motherfucking group of people that got attacked with was a white man, you know what I'm saying? The white man was attacked first and and, 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 and broken down and shit and, and, and you know, all this fucking strength of the white man was taken away and shit and, and shamed and whatever, oh fucking man, blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, um, <clears throat> What is it called? What oh, the all the principles. What the fuck is this shit? No, no, hear me, no, no, hear me. I'll hear you out, but I'm just like, what? No, no, I'm going to be fine. All the principles, all the systems, all the social things of, um, you know, the, the, the society was taken away, the, the church, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, you know uh, what's it called? Decimating, and, you know, um, you know, you know what I'm saying, bro? That's why Times in Time magazine wrote a, uh, it was a famous picture of a couple of times you've seen, 1960, you said, God is dead. Okay? Mind you, a lot of, uh, you know, Western societies base their, you know, identity or their cultural, uh, you know, religious background and Judeo-Christian background, right? Okay, predominantly Christian, okay. You don't hear, ever, ever hear of an Australian fucking modern mainstream fucking conversation, religion, Christianity, no, it's actually the last part. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's like, it's a given to poke fun at a fucking Jesus Christ, whatever it is. Right? You know what I'm trying to say, like, you know what I'm trying to say, like, things, those things have been removed, all right? Things that were culturally significant things, all right? I'm not saying that's per se, 
the, the identity of trans. I'm just saying to you, things were separated, things were removed and stuff like that. For for the greater good per se, which is what is it? To have a cohesive society, which is the main goal is to to produce, manufacture, and to reproduce and make that fucking dollar 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 bill you're the Benjamins yeah. what do you have you've got to create an, 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 a, a society based upon what's the most important thing ever materials and most important production the most important thing is true or not and that's what we have right. right now you know what I'm saying bro like uh, 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 unless he was fucking what's it called uh, the honey badger he had a fucking goodest fucking uh, what's it called uh, I remember one time I remember so, 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 so tell me this right tell me this but you, make, you don't get my point you get my sense I'm, I'm a bit fucking you know I feel, I feel, I feel like you're touching you're on grabbing three different things and you're trying to reach the one element that you it's like it's like, it's like uh, you know how it's anger like has like three different kind of it's three, like uh, okay so you know how like anger has like Anger is like the effect, but then there's causes of that effect, yes. right? So, say if you get angry about something, why are you angry? Because it could be disappointment, depression, whatever, yes. and that's the causes, right? Yeah. It's the same thing what you're saying in that kind of predicament where you're like, well, this is what Australian culture is, but the causes of this is this and this and this and this and this. Yeah. And I get what you're saying, I'm, but I'm I mean, the same thing. Australian look, look, culture is more deeper than just fucking barbecues and that kind of shit. You know I, 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 I think what, so what too. White Australian culture, but so. I mean, let's let's talk about like if we go back to, uh, and again. This is a fucked up subject, but let's go back to slavery, right? Mm. So if we go back to slavery kind of like perception, mm. you go into African culture, you go into Jamaican culture, yeah. you go into Irish culture, all slaves, you go to Jews, all slaves, right? That's a smart new But the irony bruv, thing, bruv, the bruv. irony thing is, right, like it, there's yeah. this big thing I with bet. any indigenous culture that was turned into slaves. Talk about Native Americans, talk about Aboriginals, mm. but yet here's the irony. How much monuments are for those slaves around the world? A lot. A lot. Nah. No, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. For, for, yeah. for, for indigenous cultures mm. around the world, how much monuments do you think they were made to say, oh. hey, this is what happened? None. There's hardly any. None. But you go to anywhere in Europe, anywhere in Australia, anywhere around the world, there's always a monument for Jewish people. Everywhere oh. you go. That blows my fucking mind, bro. This is where, this my, is where, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, this is where um, my, uh, my 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 uh, what is it called? My involvement in this conversation uh, shall be what is it called? Um, self self censored and also I'll be removing myself on the on on the on the behests and also the advice of my um, legal uh, what is it called advisors, which is which they have said. And guess, and guess who's my legal? I guess who the one, 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 one of my chief legal advisor is, which is uh, what's it called, Doctor? Was it what's his name, Doctor Gonzo from fucking um, Fair and Loathing from fucking Ve um, what is it called, Las Vegas? Which he says, as your as your as your lawyer, I advise you to take this, which is a little hit of this, and also a thought of this. Be careful, young man. Don't fuck with them fucking. You know what I'm saying? Them semites. You, know what I'm saying? No. you see, even the word I don't even want to use. I don't. Even, I'm just. I'm careful. I don't. Even, I don't even say the word Jew. Even the Semites, because hey, last you want to be is labeled an anti-Semite. Goddamn, that shit is worse than anything, dog. That's it. That's all I gotta say. Tread carefully, young man. Tread, and that's to everybody, all right? Because hey, they are the God. Hey, because you know why? They are God's cho chosen children, all right? Their children's God. Oh, God's chosen children, and you know what? Without them, we would be all. You know, in Africa right now, um, butt naked in the bushes and savages and shit. So I uh, guess what? If uh, thank you to uh, what is it called? To Ju Judea, and um, and to what is it called? Yeah, and yeah, to the to the to those to uh, to those people. Thank you very much.
Yes, exactly. That's what my lawyers advised me to write. I'm, re I'm, re I'm reading from a fucking script right now, guys. <laughs> Read the script. Make sure, make sure that we're, we're not gonna be, we're not gonna die. I want to actually add something to that, but fucking this place is quite freezing cold as fuck, really. But, um, but, but here's something interesting, right? So, can I, uh, can I add something to that, bro? Can I yeah, if you want to add something to it. That was, you just, no, I'm gonna keep it short, alright? But you said about native immigrants and shit like that, yeah? You said something about native immigrants, no, there's no statues and all that kind of shit, nothing like that, yeah? True? And that's fucking the saddest shit ever, because you know why, bruv? Those motherfuckers are the motherfuckers that are the most rightful for that yeah, shit, bruv, yeah? But you know what fucking scares the most fucking shit out about everything is? It's like, bruv, black people have fucking got their fucking, you know what i say, black people? I'm say, and I gotta start fucking making black people as if, like, it's African-American. I'm like, every time I think black people, I'm thinking it's African-American. I'm tired of that fucking thing. Like, they're not, black experience is not monolithic. It's not, not African fucking... African-Australian, you can't be African-American. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I was about to say, like, they yeah. got the fucking rights. They're going through Black Lives Matters, all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you got the fucking, you know, women have gone through this shit and the gays have gone through this shit. Um, but now it's like the whole fucking trans and the fucking whatever it is. Now, you know what? It's fucking time, fucking good old fucking, you know what? Jeff Farmer and the fucking Adam Guzzi's and all the kind of fucking cats. The brother boys, it's fucking the rise of the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Because, hey, guess what? We can't just get a fucking one week of fucking um, Indigenous week or whatever fucking footy and that's it. And some fucking, what is it called? Um, cultural fucking little dance at the beginning of a fucking ceremony and saying a little speech saying, hey, you know what? Um, this land, uh, we respect the elders in the future, whatever fucking uh, traditional owners and now. I think it's time for fuck reparations, motherfuckers. That's my fucking saying. Fuck a fucking reparations. Fuck a statue and shit, son. You know what I'm saying? Statue ain't. You know what I'm saying? What is it called? Make my boys. Uh, what is it called? Crossies. Crosses. What is it called? Uh, what is it called? Bank bank income right now. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, Increase any more. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Because hey, this land is built. It was belonged to some people. It got dispossessed. Guess what? Payback is overdue. And guess what? It's how many years? Two hundred years plus compound interest overdue, motherfuckers. Bang. Guess what? Five years later, five years later, you want to see, ta you want to see what is it called? Uh, Darren, Darren, Darren from fucking Gippsland and, uh, and, and, and John O from fucking, uh, what's it called? Brisbane. Okay, two indigenous fellas. Drawing beam of Vincent Beverly. Death, death, bling, 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 money, anything. Well, here's, here's the thing about reparations, man. Come on, bro. Reparations is kind of like a funny subject because oh. the idea of reparations um, means that people have to count accountability for their ancestors, right? Which I totally agree. But at the same time, because we've come to this kind of agreement, um, well, kind of force upon them to come this treaty agreement saying that, oh, we can do this, we can do that. I think it's more like it should be more advisors in the indigenous community to have more says about what happens to said community. You know what I mean? I don't think reparations, you can give all the money in the world, man, and it all goes to shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh. I'm not saying that, oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't hand out money to a whole bunch of Aboriginal families, Indigenous families all around the world for what has happened. But I am saying... Read out look. Read out look. Crosses, what is it called? What is it called? Indigenous, what is it called? And card has to be verified. As, you know, as what is it called? My Indigenous card needs to be verified. I'm being sensitive. I'm going to try now. As what is it called? As Trump once did, you know what I'm saying, with fucking Obama, right? 
We have to see the fucking birth certificates, motherfucker. We got it. No, I'm just joking right now. But you know what I'm trying to say, bro? Yeah, I'm, I mean, this is this is my point, okay? I feel as if if you really want to help the black community, mm. the indigenous community, this is what you got to do, right? You got to help them by giving them part of your company. Help them by giving them more education. Help them to help themselves, man. And I, I'm, and I hate, I hate saying that because, like, it's mm. like the the moment you say that, you say that they can't help themselves, right? But the truth of the matter is, we all need help as human beings, right? But if you give something to someone, it's not appreciated as much as if they earned it, right? So the most people in the world that, like, especially in our indigenous community, I feel like the people that have earned their way into whatever position they have for the indigenous community, they have become very strong members of the community and have helped other indigenous kids move forward in this kind of, like, systemic racism fucking bullshit circle that happens. But the reparations, oh, I'm going to give this kid a million dollars because his ancestors were slaves fucking three, four hundred years ago. That kid spends that money within a week, has the best week of his life, but then spends the rest of his life poor and on the street and all that other shit, all because he wasn't taught how money works. He wasn't taught how to fucking actually sustain a business. I'm not saying all people that get reparations in that kind of department aren't going to know how to use it but majority are and that's the sad part so my part in reparations i think if you do want to pay someone reparations make sure they know what they're doing with the money or else it's just going to go back to the white people anyway and they're that's gonna the you that's know what i mean so i'm just standing up because you know it's fucking i'm trying to get a little bit of fucking windows fucking you know what i'm saying there's a little fucking blocking out you know what i'm saying finish that off there but i'm gonna say is, hey bro I slightly feel like it's a cop out too at the same time. I'm not taking it, yet, but it's a fucking truth in that. There's a truth in that. There's a truth. It's a truth and it's cop Bruv, out. Bro, you know the fucking. Bro, you got a fucking far north fucking Queensland. Huh. Motherfucking indigenous motherfuckers are driving VHS Club Sports brand new off the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Dealership. And fucking four days later, mate, heard all this shit. You know what I'm saying, bruv? And guess what, bruv? Same shit, brother. Ain't no fucking shit changing. You know what I'm saying, bruv? They're getting royalties, all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying, Yeah. But at the same time, my point is this. Is it fair that fucking a what's it called? Michael Andrews from Q is born into a family that happens to be white that he never fucking uh, born into a fucking what is it called? Upper class white fucking economic level and ladder because of the fact of the matter is he's done the down the line his forefathers just possessed other motherfuckers and built that wealth to allow him to maintain that and you know, well. you, know, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And that's the only thing, you know what? Whether fucking those motherfuckers um, butcher it, that's that is in itself is yeah. We can talk about that, but hey, fuck it, bro. I want to fucking guess what, bro? Yo, I, I want to wake up one fucking one day. I ain't fucking. Hey, I ain't got this this per se. But I, 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 I guess what? I want to fucking blow some money too, man. You know what I'm saying? Fuck I, it. I got, what I, you say? I got one piece on that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I, I get what you're I'm saying. Pushing, I'm pushing it, I, I I get what you're I'm saying. My point was America, America, America. He's, years. The reason why America is a fucking uh, what's called superpower of the world. People don't know this. The reason why the United States of America, one of the reasons, one of the factors that can be related back to it is, is because of the speed of fucking growth exponentially because of the free fucking labor that they received. Okay? For fucking two, three hundred years. Free labor. I, to, I totally, you know say, I totally agree you with that. Say, but here's here's something funny, yeah. Here's a, here's a story that I heard from 
David Chappelle, one of my favorite fucking comedians of all time, right? Fucking and what he said, right? Amen, Amen, what what he, he says, he right? What one one of the things that he says he is that there was there was there was and the Jewish train too. He fucked up. Listen to this, right? So there was this there was this uh, free black man, right? He was free from slavery, and he decided that he wanted to get rich. So what did he do? He followed what the rich people did back in them times, and he got <laughs> slaves himself. Oh shit! Right, a black man, freedom, got slaves, and became rich. Do you know? So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? Okay, it tells you that the mind state is a, it, slavery was a state of mind, and that's what Kanye West was talking about, right? That's what Kanye West was talking about. I'm not saying I'm not saying completely entirely. I think slavery is a state of mind. I honestly believe that. You can take that to even further further level. Exportation, fucking. Exportation. Everything, like, bro. Well, let, let's mind, let's bro. let's Everything. let's talk about let's talk bro. about uh, black culture for a second, right? Bro, so, so look, the window is too windy. Yeah. Alright, hold up, hold up. Yo, guess what, motherfuckers? Stay, hey, stay tuned, stay. You know what I'm saying? We're going for a little short fucking ad break. You know what I'm saying? This is where we go. Got to plug in our sponsors, alright? Or we can get a fucking better spot. Oh, fuck it. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. I think it's a good spot. You know what I'm saying? It's a good spot. All right. Because yeah? it's like you know, it's like. Okay, so as I was saying, you know, um, there was there was a lot of black propaganda pumped out in the sixties and seventies, and it was uh, it was depicted upon on what you know the the black culture was, you know, like a lot of black exploitation films, you know, such as like uh, you know like Willie the Pimp and and Shaniqua, you know. Whatever you know, there was a whole bunch of films pumped in the in the seventies, man. You know, and those films, ironically, were betrayed by black men, but had white writers and white directors. Do you know what I mean? So, like, the idea of keeping that alive was kind of like fucked up because that's what you know the hip hop generation was built upon was those exploitation films. You know, so it's kind of funny how, like, when, you know, bl- you know, African Americans are like, oh, black culture this and black culture that. Where? So yeah, this is better. This is better, isn't it? Yeah, this is better, bro. Uh, so, so, speaking of myself. So this is this is what I'm saying, right? When they say um, black culture this and black culture that in terms of these uh, exploitation films and whatnot, how come they don't say, you know, like, they don't stick to the roots, you know? They don't go, oh, here, this is what black culture is. It's not basketball and fucking hip-hop, bro. Black culture is making gumbo. Black culture is, like, fucking sticking to your roots, man. You know what I mean? Getting a fucking tribal tattoo, man. That's black culture, man. Because you know what it is? It's right now. now, Modern-day society has come, come down to basically... Commercialization come down to the come down to economics, man. Come down to fucking what is literally what is taking over the world right now. Capitalism. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it. Or I'm, I'm not taking it from. I'm not. I'm not analyzing it from an ethical point of view. I'm just saying to you right now, literally, money. You know what I'm saying right now. I think money is a big thing. Money, money is a thing. Money is a thing. And you know what? Yes, human, throughout human beings, throughout 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 history, human beings have been making money, but their motivations. And their values were never fucking literally 
overpowered to the point where everything and all be all and everything was about the Benjamins and the Dalla Dalla Bill Yard. You know what I'm saying? I'm just We can't. Is that a pill for them? Oh, wow. Wow. So you just. So you all right, so what, where, where, where are we at? And let's finish off this. Uh, reparations, I think we've got to, we've got to, there's a nuance here because the reparations, I think that one triggered. That was like um, your sayings, what you said about reparations were very interesting about how the misuse uh, of um, funds is actually a detriment to the fucking people that suffered, you know what I mean? Um, and that how it's not empowers them, you know what I'm saying? Actually, it's actually becoming a fucking, what is it called? A disempowering fucking thing that it's actually a, you know a tool that is used to fucking actually subjugate them and fucking making them feel worse and you know that's what happens in Australia is a perfect example royalties all that kind of stuff you know what I mean yeah I mean like my my point is is basically I don't think any amount of money is going to help that that generational trauma I mean yes you're gonna be like yeah of course it will you know we need it now and then you spend all of it and then you're gonna be like oh I want more because we deserve more do you know what I mean it's gonna keep going. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that there shouldn't be reparations, but I am saying that if there is reparations, I think there should be educations towards money and how they can spend their money if they don't have the prior knowledge already. That way they can grow and they can improve and they can build the community up for themselves. Do you know what I mean? That's my that's my opinion. I, but I agree, I agree with you, bro. I agree with you. I fucking agree with you. Um I'm, I'm not sure you've ever heard, uh, heard of that book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, by Robert yes. Kiyosaki. Yes, um, and um, you kind of like kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, what you said right there, like the fact that um, you know, money in itself is not the fucking you know, uh, empowerment. You know? It's actually the knowledge and and, and, the, and the ideas behind it. You know what I mean? Um, the most um, was it, was it the statistics like the what is it called? Most uh, what is it called? A lot of winners. They fucking die in fucking... Oh, they have horrible endings and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Bankruptcy or fucking suicide or fucking... You know, they, 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 you know, they eat so much and they fucking become like a fucking morbidly obese. What if you know some kind of weird shit that happens to them, you know what I mean? Because it's like... Poor people, they never fucking have money. Out of nowhere, blink of eye, they have all this money. They don't know what to do with it. There's no... They don't have that knowledge. They don't know the, they know the empowerment of it. They don't know how to... You know what I'm trying to say? Now, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, what he said was... Yeah, that's, that's what he says in that book. He says, yeah, you know, yeah. if you have a poor mentality, you're always going to be poor. Poor. And and um, that's it's true. And it's not just in, in, in poor, poor, when it comes to money. Like that's like what you're saying about like the reparations and stuff like that. You know. However, however, um, and I touched on this beforehand. I, that argument itself, what you just said right now, is also the argument that's used by those that did what is it called? Have that fucking you know, um, you know, few hundred years of fucking what is it called? Taking advantage of the motherfuckers, and they don't want to fucking what is it called? And they're like, oh my god. You know, the chickens that come to roost and shit. And now it's like, hey, I don't want to fucking, you know, put my own fucking financial and, and a, you know, economic standpoint be jeopardized by fucking these motherfuckers that I have to give back to them. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, that, you know, white people are saying, hey, you know what? We don't want to give fucking reparations back because you know why? If it is, it's not going to actually fucking resolve these people's suffering and shit. It's going to make it worse. Up. That's how they intellectualize it. You know what I'm trying to say? And then, then the whole bootstraps and fucking tie up your bootstraps and shit. And like, the whole idea of like, oh, fucking, uh, the original got us so fucking good. They get all these fucking benefits and shit. Oh, bro, you don't, bro, some motherfuckers are here, they shove something here, you hear? Like, bro, they imply like, hey, you bro, every fucking original fucker is born with fucking a silver, you know, yeah. a, gold, a silver spoon. Yeah. And like fucking, you know, a, a new fucking, what is it called? 
um, you know, fucking, you know, like all this fucking money and shit. It's not the fucking case, bruv. You know what I fucking mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't get me fucking wrong, bruv. Like, you know, sometimes when I'm fucking looking at fucking application forms and I'm like, and I see the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander, I'm like, fuck me, dead, bruv. Who should fucking take that, bruv? Yeah. Just for the fucking fun of it, you know? Bruv, you know the COVID and shit? Yeah. You don't have to fucking make an appointment because you know the vaccination. You know, to, you know, today you're telling me, hey, you don't do a fucking, um, you get a vaccination, whatever it is. Bro, I just saw that you don't even fucking line up, bruv. Yeah. If you were fucking, me and you were fucking full blooded fucking Aboriginal Australian, I reckon if we were fucking pure blooded, the pure blooded fucking from Arnhem Land and shit, and we're in Melbourne right now, especially in the fucking inner city Melbourne, bruv. We don't have to line up anywhere. We'd have to literally, you know, we'll float, we'll float in, we'll be we'll be carried by lefties and shit, yeah? Lefty greens and shit. They will carry us on their shoulders because somehow we're the fucking the the the, the promised, you know, fucking chakras are right. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? We'll be ushered into everywhere like fucking hell. Um Well here's here's another question. I, I'm, I'm being honest with you, bro. Here, fucking here's hell. Another question that I have for yeah. you, right? Yeah. So, so why the fuck am uh, I not Aboriginal Australian? Fucking hell. In ter- in terms fuck being black, brother. I want to be in- fucking proper fucking, uh, what's called Torres Strait. I want to be a full blooded Torres Strait Aboriginal. Uh, that's my next life. I'm saying, bang. Sorry I didn't say that, man. So he- here's, here's, here's a question that I have for you, okay? So as we were saying, like, the proper financial education is very important, right? And here's, here's the thing. Like, back in the old slave trade days with Africa, with, 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 with um, mostly black slaves, the one way to discriminate and to... to uh, to, to put them as a minority in terms of like uh, so they wouldn't be uh, educated and empowered was they wouldn't they wouldn't show them how to read they wouldn't show them how to do anything right yeah. and this is the same thing that you could say with the rich and the poor because what yes. does the poor do they teach them the same ways that they were taught so the rich blame, blame, blame. the reason why the rich stay rich is because they have a rich mentality majority of them right so they teach each other how to do it it's called esoteric stuff you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's called the fucking, you know what I mean? Like, it's called fucking investments. It's all these fucking terminologies. It's all this knowledge. You know what? Rich they put that. Financial, financial knowledge is, is, you know what? Rich, uh, wealthy families. The difference between wealthy, wealthy people and the fucking, you know, middle class and the lower class is that financial knowledge is, is teached, is spoken in the fucking, what is it called? Um, in the dinner table. The household, yeah. In the dinner table. And it's like, hey, young Tom, right? What are you fucking... How many fucking lemonades did you fucking sell today? Like, so, or, or what do you think about fucking... Um, what is stocks? What's investments? What's this? What's that? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Fucking poor people don't think about it. It's like... Hey, yeah, no, see, I, I don't know. I grew up in a household where it was like... If, uh, if you don't go... If you don't... Uh, you know, like, school is for education. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, yeah. earn, you don't learn anything at home. Which was a stupid mentality. Because I feel like... That's kind of like set me back in life because I wasn't taught a lot in my home. I was taught more in school than I was taught at home. But then, you know, when I left school early, like year 10, and, you know, I tried to work out shit by myself, I learned more from the streets than I did learn in Man school. It's irony. Man learned more from the streets than he fucking learned in school. Guess who he has in common with? Jay Z himself said it too. You know what I'm saying? You get me? Because you learn more from people, bro. You know what I mean? And like, like, say for example, you know, if you're a, if you're an entrepreneur back then, you know, like, like most of us that grew up in a household where, you know, like we didn't have much of a home life. Like the first thing that we learned was, hey, you have to be resourceful. And the way to be resourceful is 
you know what, you go out and you fucking go rob some cunt, or you go sell drugs, man, because that's the only resourcefulness that we know what to do at that period of time. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, Um, and then after that, you realize that that lifestyle is not sustainable, and then you have to try and build something. So some of us go to school, some of us try to start businesses, and some of us go, hey, we just need a nine to five job doing whatever the fuck we want so that we can have a sustained lifestyle. But the thing is, is the thing that I'm learning is that you never stop learning. Motherfucker, you don't, bro. You never. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. But I'm going to say this to you, bro. Yeah, bro. That's a fucking powerful statement to say that, bro. But it's it's, it's, it's a fucking hard thing to carry along, bro. To say that, hey, you know what? To think that every day and to feel that, bro. It's not easy, bro. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say, bro? Like, bro, I sometimes fuck. I've I've fucking clocked off. I've, I've been, like, how do I say, like, you know, I agree with you and I fucking love that statement and shit. But dude, man, living that statement, brother, is fucking, oh, yeah, bro. Like saying it's, and doing is two different things. Totally like fucking things, you know what I'm saying? True that. So, yeah, that's why I fucking, yo, Crocs here, mate, you know what I'm telling you? He might fucking, well, look like he might be fucking from the hard, mean streets of Western, uh, Western, Western Sydney and shit, you know what I'm saying? Ready to go for any kickoff, especially if it's, what is it called? Cronella related and shit, but hey, but guess what? This motherfucker is nuanced as fuck. He knows his P's and Q's and he knows his ABC's and he knows his fucking what? Real life fucking skills and what well, he knows fucking real shit, bruv. The esoterics, the shit that you ain't been taught in school, the shit that's been hidden from us. You know what I'm saying? The hidden knowledge. So guess what? From now on, bruv, he's got, he. I feel like you know what? He could be a fucking what? The the ghostwriter to fucking like what is it called? I don't know. Fucking tribe called Quest. I don't know. Fuck some some <laughs> cool motherfucker shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, cuz? You know what I'm saying, cuz? But hey, guess what? Hey, you're a brother boy, man. Hey, when I look at you, you're definitely fucking black. You know what I'm saying? And black ain't like something fucking cool to be too, bro. Because you know why? Your tax credit rating, you know, your, your credit rating goes down. Um, you might be more likely to be fucking what is it called? Um, to yep. be, you know, to be, you know, stopped randomly and said, hey, you know what? So you look like some uh, what is it called? A gentleman, uh, you know, you look like a ge- ge- you know general description of a, a you know a recent what is a crime of a what is it called? Sketch, uh, you know, who the hell Dave Chappelle? You know, you know, Dave the, the whole joke he made about the whole like, uh, you know what, mate? I fucking hate. I, I fucking hate what is it called bailing my mates out whatever it is because I get fucking nervous and shit you know what I'm saying every time I go there and I'm like bang out my fucking mate Tyrone or whatever it is and as soon as I'm about to leave and shit all I hear is Mr. Dave fucking you please come here um you just uh, you, you, you you look you look very 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 how do I say you know there's certain what is it called um crime I'm fucking butchering it my fucking my ability to negotiate fucking jokes is so fucking hard because I'm original as a motherfucker but it goes along the lines like who are the fuck are these sketch artists it wasn't it was actually Chris Rock he goes, who are these fucking sketch artists who's sketching, you know what I'm saying? General fucking pictures of us black men and always somehow we, got, we come in at like, you know, it's, it, that's the person. I'm, I'm fucking butchering it, but you get my joking, isn't I'm fucking butchering Guess what, motherfuckers? This is, a, this is the first fucking, what is it called? Uh, first, what is it called? Um, real talk. Real talk. Real talk? Where we at right now? We're at a fucking... RMIT. An institute of fucking knowledge, supposedly, but guess what, bruv? We, we, we dropping some real knowledge here that ain't being taught in the fucking premises here in this place, you know what I mean? And it kind of goes full circle around. It reminds me of... I'm going to share this with you, bro. I remember in um, my university... Uh, one unit I did in uh, project management... Um, it's called project, ma- project... Process Economics and Management for Engineering, all right? So he's my boy's a big... Uh, he's gone for... Uh, what's it called? A little... Uh, what's it called? Uh, tea break. But I'm going to take it with this little... Uh, how to say? Anecdotes from the fucking archives... Um, <clears throat> Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki is a fucking powerful book, may I say, and 
the first person that fucking introduced me to that was, it was um he was um he was uh what is it called? I want to call a relief fucking lecturer. What do you call him? Relief lecturer? Like relief teacher. You know, relief teacher is like so fucking primary school and shit. I'm talking like substitute. Substitute, whatever it is. He was taking over fucking for like three weeks or some shit. He was a Nigerian fucking. You know what I'm saying? Hella educated brother, man. You know what I'm saying? One of my fuckers had like you know that proper Nigerian like yo this motherfucker had like placards of fucking like degrees and shit like that motherfucker yeah. like doctor good luck something it, always, it has to be some kind of like shit yeah, like that doc- Nigerian accent too oh bro I'm telling you proper Nigerian accent like that fucking patois motherfucker like you know what I'm saying but you know that motherfucker is hell educated like he can he can tell you the full breakdown of the fucking pie from to infinity kind of thing you know what I'm saying but he said something he, you know I was there fucking a bit high and shit I remember it was like fucking yeah. Week eight or some shit a few years ago when I fucking, you know, had a full set of hair and shit and I was still young, you know what I'm saying? You know, back in the day, son. And um, it was for a chemical engineering course that I was doing. One of the units, he goes, uh, he goes, students, I would like you to please pay attention. Um, we'll be taking over the next three weeks of the last remaining three weeks of lectures. Um, anything I'm, what I'm, be, what I'm about to share with you, to discuss with you guys, or teach here, is not something that's, was in the curriculum it's, I'm doing this on my own onus and stuff like that and things that I've found out after many years of even studying and learning and shit like that that I've never got taught so the unit was called process economics and management and it was talking about how the necessary skills of managing basically economic management skills for the particular you know course of engineering like little small things of how to you know you know tax this that whatnot, basic things but he's like I'm not going to teach you that chef and he goes for the next three weeks talks about the, you know, rich dad, poor dad, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know what I'm talking about, bruv. You know, this whole idea. But what struck me to, and that kind of opened my eyes in regards to we're taught what we need to know just so we can get the fucking job done. But not, we're not taught enough so that we can have our own fucking mind to get the fucking, you know, you know what I'm trying to, I'm butchering my words, I'm fucking evading me today. But guess what? Hey, life is those that are fucking bold and I'm be back tomorrow, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, bruv? But hey, guess what? My point is, I'm fucking talking way too much. My boy here is fucking tired. He's, fucking, he's, he's like, yo, yo, you're flogging a dead horse. But you get what I'm trying to say, bro. You heard it here first, mate. Um, what is it called? Uni session is out. Bang. I don't know what the fuck I said. Yo, can't hold me against me, all right, mate? I'm a crazy man. Bang. All right, guys. So uh, that's it for the episode. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy. And until next time. We out of here.